0: It is Thursday, February 21st, 2019. Yep. In this show, this is, this is a great
1: one. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> this is a slap-happy show happening very late at night. I'm in a hotel. The boys are back in Indy. We are FaceTiming for this thing. The sound quality is somehow good, Schmidt says.
2: Yeah, it is good.
3: hmm.
0: You're going to enjoy today. You would also enjoy your time with our friends at SeatGeek. The SeatGeek app is the greatest ticket-buying app on planet Earth.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: The entire planet Earth. Earth. Oh, yeah. It's a big one. Earth.
3: Not the biggest, but it's and up space. there.
2: space. Earth.
0: And by the way, if SeatGeek was to be selling tickets on the moon, like where Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong went, yeah. 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 it would be the greatest ticket-buying app on the moon as well. Ooh,
2: oh, yeah. and in space.
0: And, in, well, that in we don't know what ticket buying apps are on other places. That's true. That's true. But I know from what I watched in the documentary about the moon, if the SeatGeek app was on the moon, it'd be by far the greatest app on the moon.
3: Okay. Yeah, bye. Allegedly. Whoa. Oh, anyway, man. Don't you start. SeatGeek
0: is a place that searches all the other ticket buying uh, platforms. To make sure that you are getting the most bang for your buck. The best ticket prices with the best tickets for the best humans on earth from your best friends at SeatGeek. Use promo code PAT and get $10 off your first order. Use promo code MAC if you get $20 off your first order. You're alive but are you living? Go live and experience something live with your friends at SeatGeek. Also, today is brought to you by... Our St. Paddy's 2019 sale happening at store.patmcathyshow.com. Let's go.
2: Yep. St. Paddy's. 20% off.
0: 20% off until Saturday at midnight. Win St. Patrick's Day with your friends from this small business, PMI. Store.patmcathyshow.com. Go ahead and snoop around at the greatest St. Patrick's Day shirts I think I've ever seen.
2: Oh, yeah. By far. Easily.
0: I I honestly think that is the case. I mean,
2: that that no water shirt is unbelievable.
0: (laughs) It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. A lot of diamonds were used while thinking of these shirts. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of basketballs
1: were shot. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) We have the best St. Patrick's Day shirts I've ever seen that you should be buying at 20% off till Saturday at midnight. And we all at this office also have the greatest mattress on earth. Thanks to our friends at Lisa. Everybody has the right to rest. The key to getting your best rest, the right mattress. Meet Lisa. With two awesome mattresses, accessories, and bases for better, deeper rest. The all-foam Lisa mattress is new and improved, featuring cooling LSA 200 foam.
3: Love it. (laughs) Wait a minute. Couldn't love it more. Big foam guy.
0: That has a little R with a circle next to it. What's that mean? Restricted.
3: Restricted. Yep. Woo-hoo. Don't even think about using it.
0: Nope. The LSA Cooling LSA 200 Foam for enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers or rest on our Sapira Hybrid mattress, the perfect combination of foam and spring for pressure relief and edge-to-edge support. edge edge These are the things you don't think about whenever you think about your mattress. No, not at all. Because you just, you're just like, oh, I can deal with it. I can just go to another spot. You think you'll find it, but Lisa Mattress is literally comfortable From edge to edge. Oh, yeah. Every
2: square inch.
1: Side to side.
0: Leases. Back to back. (laughs) Top to bottom. Let's go. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's sleep for everybody. From day one, Lisa set out to create a company with heart. That's why they donate one mattress for every 10 they sell through organizations that work in causes like foster care prevention. To date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000
3: nonprofits. Hey, that ain't nothing to sneeze at.
0: Legit. Oh, bless you. Legit. Don't miss Lisa's President's Day Sale. Get 15% off any mattress for a limited time at Lisa.com slash McAfee and use promo code McAfee. That's L-E-E-S-A.com slash McAfee. Promo code McAfee. You also, with this deal, get two free pillows. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, hey, hey now. One pillows.
2: Hold on. Is i
3: that mean, not That's, that's wait, all you need to sleep.
2: Wait, not one. Two pillows. Those are the I'm not essentials. Sure it's two, by the way. It could be three. It,
0: it just says free pillows as well. Please, please mention. Oh, wow! Oh, so you got to ask. There is an S at the end. I'm assuming it's two because that would make the most sense for a company that's trying to make money, only giving away two pillows. But it could be. More. I'm not sure. How's it going? <laughs> Me and Evan are coming to you live from the Residence in Marriott Downtown Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> the boys are back. In the office, there's four of them. Connor and Zito were still at the office at eleven o'clock at night <laughs> doing God knows what. Yep,
2: <laughs> we're just hanging out, yeah, just do, you know, just you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, the usual.
0: I got done with like a thirteen-hour day here with uh, Foxy and the WWE. My first official day as a
2: WWE employee. Let's go! All right. Hey, hey, hey,
0: woo! Hey. Hey. hey, good for me, huh? Hey, good for
2: you. Yeah, good job.
0: Look at me! Let's go. Hey, it congrats. On up.
3: It was
0: a long day. I mean, it was a long, long, we did day. A long day, and uh, I Facetimed Ty, and uh, Ty, Ty has the worst schedule out of any human possibly, <laughs> yeah. possibly existing on Earth. Like, I honestly, I would put his terrible schedule up against anybody on fucking Earth, honestly, because <laughs> he has to edit all the podcasts and then he has to make sure that they post. And technology isn't great. So sometimes they don't post for a couple hours. So he literally has to stay up from like 2 to 5 a.m. to make sure the podcast posts. And then he has to come in and do it again the next day for either Heartland Radio or myself. So here we are at 11 o'clock. I FaceTime time. Like, I am so sorry. I just got done commentating a match for the WWE. Okay. We- okay. okay. Let's go. Guy calls Nick. Nick gets to the studio. Connor Zito are still there playing tummy sticks. And here we are live. <laughs> I won. Oh, I'm excited for
2: this. Let's go. Uh,
0: so I got a convertible Corvette as my rental car. <laughs> of course.
2: You. Great choice. Great choice.
0: Okay, so we've talked about this before. The WWE is very hospitable to me and foxy. They fly us around. They put us in great rooms. You they got a
3: whole from- kitchen behind you.
0: I got I mean, yeah. So I'm yeah. literally in like a little apartment.
3: Right My now. room too.
0: Yeah, foxy always gets taken care of better than me.
3: But no yeah. one cares about <laughs> your room, foxy. <laughs>
0: so
1: Is that toaster back there? What's that? Is that a toaster?
0: Yeah, there's a toaster and a coffee maker. You don't the- see that Ooh.
1: anymore. You do not see that
0: microwave full size fridge and china. We got china in here. Hold on. Hold on. Plates and shit. That's a, that's
2: a first class operation.
0: And in the corner over here they even got Scotch-brite if we want to get into some dishes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fucking nice of them.
1: Do your own dishes. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> so, as soon as we we fly to Orlando yesterday, okay, business trip. Yep. Big deal. Get on a plane. Fly to Atlanta, layover in Atlanta, Atlanta to Orlando. The or, Atlanta to Orlando flight, by the way, a lot longer than you would think it is. Yeah, I, what yeah. would, how long would you think that flight would
1: be? Hour and a half. Mm. Two and a half. Yeah, uh, hour.
2: hour would. Yeah, I'd say like an hour ten. Yeah, two and a half. Uh, You're in the thoughts, air longer.
0: Both looked at each other right in the face and thought 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> Atlanta to Orlando. You guys are spot on. It's like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah.
2: Right? yeah. Let's go, yeah. Ty. Huh? Me and Ty hit the nail on the head there. I was like, yeah, that's about an hour, right? One one state.
0: That's incredible because Florida Georgia line, in my head, the band is also in my <laughs> Right. In my head, it's just like a short little – anyways, it's not. Yeah. So I get on a plane, and uh, I'm near the front of the plane. It's a nicer seat. It's a bigger seat, and there's less people in my area okay. than where Foxy is. Foxy's mm-hmm. row 46. All the way in the back. Yeah. 46. F near the shitter. Yep, I'm row three B. Well, no big deal. Yep. So I don't like boarding planes until late. I don't. I don't understand the big rush to get on the plane as
2: soon as your your yes. zone is called. That's because you sit the- in the front. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You don't get it with back in the forty five with me and Foxy, where you're where you gotta fight for elbow room and baggage space. All right. So I didn't even, by the way,
0: (laughs) let's not act like I didn't used to fly. Fair (laughs) enough, fair (laughs) enough. Okay, okay. I used to to travel a lot back there, okay? But I am not like Thai. like I'm not going in there fucking sharpen up my elbow. (laughs) 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 So anyways, I would rather just sit in the waiting area than on the plane. But I mean, that's preferences, right? Yep. So we go on late. Everybody in first class is already saddled up. Everybody already in first class is saddled up. They already have a drink. They're already doing their thing. Mm-hmm. I normally show up. Fuck it all up, right? Like it's just like, excuse me, because I got a white ass, so I definitely hit them in the shoulders whenever I'm walking through. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
5: It's
0: always a scene, right? I'm not supposed to. Be, I'm a two star person in a five star place up there, and everybody knows it,
2: right? Hey, here, here, <laughs> here, here. here.
0: So, I got Jorts on, obviously. I got one of our St. Paddy's Day shirts for sale now. 20% off till Saturday at midnight. 20 percent <laughs> off.
2: Yeah. 20% off.
0: Let's go. Bye, bye, bye. Pub shirt is in the top three currently. Let's go. Oh. Big moves. No water needed is. In quite a lead right now. It's one of the greatest shirts I've ever seen in my entire life. But if the pub shirt ends up in the top three, I am gifting the pub an actual bar. Oh boy! Oh boy! Pub grades. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Still a couple more days left in that sale. Get your shit now. St. Patrick's Day is a drinking and picture posting holiday. Mm -hmm. And you're not like. It's not like you want to not be. The person in every single photo with the most hilarious shirt on. You don't want to be that person. No, you no, want no, 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 no.
3: You want,
2: you want the of- most likes on Instagram.
3: Don't wear the stupid green plaid shirt you wear yep. every year. Oh, Throw it, it kiss out. Kiss
2: me, I'm Irish. Time for a new
3: quality t shirt from store.patmacfishow.com. Yep,
0: 20% off Saturday at midnight. Plan now for the greatest holiday of the greatest holiday of your life. Okay. Mm hmm. So I get on a plane. I'm wearing, I think it's the goat standing on the keg. Okay, yeah, let's
1: go
2: Great keg, shirt.
0: Goat go. shirt. So tra- it is a good shirt. It's not getting enough love by people buying shirts. Just wait till the video comes yeah, out. It's,
2: it's getting a big push soon here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big video coming out soon. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> okay, AirPods in because I'm a businessman. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Yeah, so I got my AirPods in. I'm listening to... A Hawaiian car cruise playlist that I put together in Hawaii Ooh. for our rental car Ooh. we had, Sam and I, we drove into town, which was like a 20, 30-minute drive. Okay? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. About to go to my first day, WWE. I sit down 3B. Okay? Last person to sit down. Flight attendant comes up. Would you like anything? Just the water. Okay, we're about to take off. Here's your bottle. I'll get you on our week. Cool. We get into the sky. We take off. AirPods in. No communication with anybody else either, by the way. I stay in my own lane. I'm a chatty person, but mm-hmm. I'm also an observant person. I'm not, I don't mind watching people. I don't have to talk all the time. I'm just it's a plane, public transportation. If Foxy's up there, we're probably talking the entire time. Yep. I don't know anybody. It's not my lane here. So there's TVs on the back of the, uh, the seats in front of us.
5: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's nice.
0: Well, he left next to me, slams it on CNN. Like As soon as we get TV <laughs> service, I like, slams like like slams it on CNN, puts it on CNN, Qu- one. quicker than we had TV service, CNN was on, okay? <laughs> and she's like getting, I don't want to say um, emotionally heated, watching this on the plane, right? I'm just bebopping through, like, I think I might've been writing some notes, like some ideas for like some WWE stuff or something like that. And she gives me, an, excuse me, where are you from question?
2: Okay? Oh boy. Where's the AirPods in?
0: AirPods in.
2: Uh, the nerve geez. of this lady.
0: AirPods in. Excuse me, where are you from? Older lady,
2: Older lady. Um, well, how, how old are we talking? Like elderly or like 60? Wrinkles no or no wrinkles?
0: I'd say like 40, 50. Okay, okay so okay. so
2: middle of the pack.
0: Yeah, Gorman Todd.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh that's a big difference. Jeez, okay, <laughs>
0: Gorman Todd age. That's basically the same. One just carries it a little better. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> One has lived a much harder life. Though, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, you gotta, you gotta, we
2: gotta measure those miles, you know, when you come to, <laughs> yeah, when you're exactly. comparing people.
0: <laughs> so I go, I give her like, a, cause I got tight jorts on, you know, I'm wearing Air Force Ones. I got this goat with a keg shirt on. I just stormed into the thing late. So in my head, I'm like, I can understand this too. But I give her like the the ear thing. Excuse me right? Like I didn't hear you in yeah. a, <laughs> I, I raised my octaves. So it's like a polite, excuse me, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay.
0: Okay. yeah. 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 Like inflection up there. And she goes, where are you from? And I said, uh, Indianapolis, right? By the way, a little bit of a mental battle there in my head, <laughs> <is> whether <laughs> Pittsburgh or Indianapolis. Every time yeah. I
3: go through it, I don't know what to Very do. Very
0: happy. I said Indianapolis though, because the line that came back immediately after me saying Indianapolis about, I mean, this is just a few minutes into the flight. We're, we're talking two, three minutes into this hour and seven minute flight. She goes, Indianapolis, that's where Mike Pence is from? I go, oh, yes. Boy. She goes, disgusting. Oh! <laughs> I died laughing. I mean, I, it was a Jesus loves you pop for me.
5: <laughs>
0: it was a. Dying laugh, like I could, I laughed so hard. <laughs> I don't know if she was expecting that. If she wanted war immediately, I don't know what happened. Like I don't know what she was thinking. I watched Zach Galifianakis comedy special one time, <laughs> and he told this story about sitting outside of a. Uh, there was this truck, this like redneck guy sitting in a truck outside of a gas station, and three dudes walked down. He said, like the redneck was like, three queers. You know, and Zach Galifianakis was one of them. And he just, they laughed at him and walked away. And his whole bit was like, I I wonder what number that guy would not have said that. Like, if there was five
5: of them. (laughs) 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 That was
0: the the whole thing. Like, in my head, like, that lady, what was her plan for, like, what, did she, did she want war, like, right there on the, like, disgusting, and me go, uh. Don't you ever say that <laughs> what happens for the next hour and five minutes where we are literally strapped to a missile directly three inches away from each other? So I just laughed. I laughed very hard and I was like, Oh, so you're a big fan? You're a big fan. Yeah. She goes, uh, she goes on a run about how how terrible the president and Mike Pence are and like all this stuff. So I literally I just my, my response was like do you just live like in just the politics? Like, do you just watch politics all the time? Do you think this is why like you're, you seem angry, yeah. right? Like I was like, said that, and she laughed at that. I got a little chuckle out of her. So then we started like talking, we like started having a full conversation. She hates everything about Indiana for sure. Like, <laughs> but she hates everything about it. But I learned so much from this lady so quickly. It's like, this is why I just stay completely away from the politics. It is. She was triggered because I had jorts and a green shirt on with kegs to think that I was somebody that she was saying was ruining the greatest country on earth. And this is a conversation happening at 35,000 feet with no foxy around to film it. That was all I could think is if Foxy wasn't backed by the shitter right there, yeah. we have another fucking viral movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I wish you brought up uh, space. I would have loved to hear what that lady had to say about that debate <laughs> you there.
5: you on the moon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you think she had a triggered like, word for every single state? Like if you would have said Pittsburgh? No, no.
0: She loved Illinois. Oh, let's go. Her. She loved Illinois. She loved uh, Michigan. There's nothing wrong with these two. Yeah. You and Ohio, though. Said, Where was she
2: from? Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Where, where's this high horse lady from?
0: Uh, she's from Philadelphia originally. Oh, that's but,
2: Jesus. <laughs> Eagles fans these days.
0: I will say this, though. we, had, we Obviously, I'm not going to not continue to engage in this human. This is a very intriguing human to me, right? Sitting in first class. Obviously, a pretty successful person, lady. She had a Louis bag and stuff like that. She was a vegetarian.
2: Oh, oh <laughs> hi yeah, yes. Those five-star people, man.
0: <laughs> but we talked. We, we just, I try to steer it as much away from politics as well. Like, lady, I don't know enough to get into whatever you want to get into right now. But I do know that, like, Indiana's playing Purdue right now. My friend Clayton Anderson's in courtside. <laughs> 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 like I put ESPN on, There you While go. yelling at me about how disgusting I am. I was like, "All right, let's just be as stereotypical as we could possibly be here." I just went straight to ESPN. In Indiana, Purdue just so happened to be on, and I was like, "Indiana, look at, it. look at." It. And there was there was basketball players on the screen, and she said, "I thought it was only white people in Indiana." I was like, well, oh, boy, that. wow, jeez, <laughs> in the pudding right here." It was. It was one of the most insane flights I've ever been on in my entire life.
2: You should have dropped the, uh, hey, look, I know you don't like Mike Pence, but uh, you ever heard of Dan Dockish before? You should probably give him a nice little <laughs> listen here. Dude,
0: it was awesome. It is just like, I wish, it's one of those moments where I just wish there was like, I run into the dumbest shit. Me and Fox, you were talking about this. These things just happen, right? The number seven sign spinner in the entire world just pops off right fucking in front of me. Yeah, you're
3: a magnet. You attract these these exotic, eclectic people.
0: Well, I think it's because I'm so intrigued by everything. The
1: curiosity.
0: You know, like, I'm not scared to dig in. If I've had some vitamins, I will go in. I will learn some things. Yeah, peel back those layers. What I learned from that lady is... Indiana, not a very well-loved place by people that watch a lot of CNN. I mean,
3: never guess. Well, she were, clearly knew a lot about the place.
0: I thought it we're a big tech community, you know, a big tech community. I thought I work on the internet, big-time tech guy. Millennial.
1: Pat said he like explained to her like that there's actually a city in the state of Indiana. It's not just like all farm fields.
0: Yes. I brought out my maps. <laughs> I couldn't get the internet, though, because we're on an airplane. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you
5: didn't get the it premier so internet. Stunning.
0: But my maps were still loaded from Indianapolis, so they didn't load in the trip. So I zoomed in on Indy, and it was, like, very blurry. And I was like, see, there's buildings and shit down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a real – guess what? You know, those bird scooters we got them.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. my friend actually broke. His oh, platform.
6: come on. <laughs> oh. Weak
3: bones. You know, those vegetables you're eating, lady. You know where they come from? Yeah. Fucking Indiana. Oh, the
2: yeah, that's right. The- Central meat, Illinois. Vegetables, <laughs> military.
0: We're out here in America mostly. But I think I was, even- I honestly think I brought us together a lot closer. By the end of it, she's probably listening to the show right
2: now. Really? Now. Subscriber now. Getting a fan.
0: That's, I don't know. She's after I just retold the story, I don't know if she's gonna stick with this, but well, she ended up being a nice lady. A nice
1: lady. What was your ending worth with her?
0: Um she had a she I asked her if there was a she had a bag that she was gonna be to grab. <laughs> yeah. And she gave me like I'll get it.
2: I was like, of course. And I just. See you later. (laughs)
3: later. Well, I mean, that's very misogynistic of you to think that she couldn't carry her own bag. As soon as I
0: asked the question, I regretted it. As soon as I asked the question, I regretted it. And by the way, she was a fit.
1: CrossFit, probably. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Big time.
0: I I should not have asked. I should have asked. Man, what a good convo today, boys. Yeah. What oh, a convo.
2: Yeah. Hey, hey, what a convo. <laughs> yeah.
0: People Jesus. say, you know why we like podcasts? Because we like good conversation. Today, yeah. we're having one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, big time. Oh, yeah. And you know, when men and women upgrade their tattered, outdated, multi pack bullshit underwear to Tommy John. Bullshit. It, bullshit. Yeah. The most comfortable on the planet. Planet. Earth. They have a lot to say about it. Like Scott, who's happy as double agents are no longer going rogue. Or Melissa, whose Tommy Johns are so light and comfortable that she worries she'll forget to pull them down when she goes to the bathroom. point is, (laughs) men and women all across America are crazy about Tommy Johns. Oh, Oh, yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Both of them.
0: I'll tell you what. Melissa, that's a wild scene there for Melissa. (laughs) I mean, you
2: you can't go to the bathroom. You might as well check if you have underpants on. Missy's a freak. Melissa might
0: have pissed her pants and made an excuse. This is like... uh, (laughs) This is like uh, it's like pre-cum, I think. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, if you're going to piss your pants, Tommy John is the one to do it.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> no, probably not.
2: <laughs> Pissing pants. Might be.
1: Pino pants is cool. Because
0: Tommy John was so light and comfortable, she, she didn't even know they were on. Exactly, that cool. Both Tommy John men's and women's underwear sport, a no-wedgie guarantee. Comfortable stay-put waistbands. No-wedge. That are luxuriously soft and designed to move with you, not oh,
1: against you. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Perfect. Aerodynamics. I think that's how it works. I I just don't think that is actually <laughs> <laughs> That's on me. <laughs>
0: Plus, Tommy John has dress shirts and undershirts that always stay tucked, ridiculously soft loungewear, and go anywhere apparel that's versatile enough to go from boardroom to... To boxing class. Boardroom. To boxing. I'm here for the Pam Pan thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tommy John is so sure you're going to love their fit and feel that it's all backed <laughs> by the best <laughs> pair you ever wear. It's free, guarantee. That means if you don't love your first pair, you'll get a full refund. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Pat now and get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Pat for 20% TommyJohn.com slash on.
1: Pat. Tom
3: P-A-T. P-A-T.
1: Pat. 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 Just so we know, it's only one Pat, though. Oh, jeez. Okay. That was on me.
3: I got a little carry away with the ad-libs. I've been listening to all Amigos lately. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense.
2: That'll happen. It doesn't. <laughs> it it makes does. sense.
3: They say a lot of words twice when they ad-lib. Ad-lib. you get it what an ad read
0: ad libri.
3: oh reading the ad what is
0: it so then we land in Orlando and normally the WWE gives us a rental car which is very nice to them, and I'm now a rental car person. Like I never was a rental car person before I started working for WWE. I was a uh, Uber mm-hmm. or let's get a taxi outside or somebody lays me down in the lobby of the baggage claim. Yeah, in any random's car, you know, I'll do all that shit.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So this one rental cars, I've become a big fan of. It's oh, very yeah. very nice. So the only issue though is that since I am so low on the totem pole here at WWE, me and Foxy. The only rental car we're allowed to get without upgrades allowed, which I have asked managers of rental car places if I can upgrade and pay for it myself, banned from upgrading, mm-hmm. huh. just mini vids, just mini vents So every conversation with the car rental places, is there any way I can pay for an upgrade? And they go, yes, let us check in every single city we've been to the WWE banned any upgrade right (laughs) so i don't know how they do it the one lady said that normally there's this third way that she can get into it by setting uh like offsetting the she hacks the system
1: basically yeah she's got to
0: work around she basically told us that she could backdoor us (laughs) oh yeah you backdoor the system she said they block that somehow she said she doesn't even this is a real conversation this is vince
1: this is vince's job right here
0: no, I, they travel so much and like your accommodations are a huge part of the company. Like if you're a first class flyer, coach flyer, like it's a huge – because this is a traveling business. I mean this is literally – so it's a huge part of the company. Yeah. And I'd assume that their deal with National, who we've been with every single time, yeah. it's like, okay, this person's slotted here. This person's slotted mm-hmm, here. So I don't, yeah. think, like, I don't think there's people like really like, yeah, don't let fucking McAfee get anything other than that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's happening. But every time, it's funny. So this time, I just got my own rental car, right? I was like, I'll just get my own.
5: Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: She said they had a Maserati SUV. Yep. Oh, boy. Ooh. Ooh. I know. Ooh, I
2: thought- behind door number one. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's go>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Door number two,
0: a Bumblebee Charger.
4: Oh, man. Yeah. Lame. We- which
0: we have got before. We got that in Arizona. That was the
2: last. It was Been there, done that.
0: Or brand new convertible Corvette. Oh, let's geez. go. Less than 1,000 miles on it.
2: Oh, oh my oh, right goodness. A lot.
0: Corvette is the car that I drove as the pace car in the Indy Grand Prix at uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Ari Leindyke teaching me the road course at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, leading 32 Indy cars behind <laughs> me. Just bought Corvette. We, we made a simple decision there. We would like the Corvette. Yep. Yep. Do you want the insurance? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's, we would like the insurance. We have no idea what's going to happen.
2: Uh, excuse me, miss. I have a goat with a keg on my shirt. So, <laughs> yeah, I would like the insurance, actually.
0: They- I was just <laughs> called disgusting no less than an hour and twenty minutes ago, <laughs> and for being from the state I'm from, let's assume that I'm probably gonna fuck up this Corvette. Yeah, Is lock it. Thirty-eight dollar in. insurance? Yes, please.
1: <laughs> Did you yeah. see a yellow Corvette next to it?
0: Uh, no, it's re- we got a red Corvette, but oh. there was a yellow Corvette option.
1: Yeah, that I was a, almost rented that one from the same place when I was there.
0: Okay, so the yellow Corvette was an option. Yeah, red Corvette newer.
1: newer. Uh, yeah.
0: So we went with the red Corvette. Good choice. So we walk out to the parking garage to pick up our rental car. Didn't even think about our bags not fitting in that car. <laughs> <laughs> so we popped the trunk, and Foxy had to do an actual wedge. Yep. Like a. Like it's insurance. I think we had insurance. I think we broke the trunk. We <laughs> wedge his bag in the trunk, which is basically just like a. Um, like a, a, uh, glove like a glove compartment in the back. Yep. Because you're sitting three inches off the ground. It's an Indy car. You're sitting in an Indy car, for real. Yeah. So we get in the car. We're driving around. Take the ragtop down so my hair can blow. Yo, Patrick, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Call my fiance. <laughs> Ooh, yeah,
2: just, just you know, do the, do the rounds.
0: Because it's snowing in Indiana at this time. Oh, yeah. So I call her from a convertible In a Corvette in Florida, Mm -hmm. just let her ask her how everything's going in (laughs) Indiana. Couldn't hear a word she was saying, so So turned into me calling her and her going hello, and I'm going what? (laughs) Like like, you're such a fucking asshole. Hangs up on me in this fucking convertible. Cop, I'm floating. We're driving this thing fast. We're driving this thing because there's. I mean, I don't know how you don't right.
2: Yeah, of course. Say that's Blue exactly lights. why they don't let you upgrade, by the way.
0: Probably the reason. Let's get him <laughs> yeah. the show, at least. Yeah. Blue lights come flying up from the back. Ooh. Blue lights flying up from oh, the back. Oh. Foxy couldn't get his camera out fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. He was digging, like, oh my God. And then he just grabbed the camera and I pulled over. I did I even did a pullover. Mm-hmm. Like that's how committed I was to, yeah, it's me. I was like, yep. <laughs> Pull over dude floats right by us.
1: Wow. Like, oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> that's, like
0: that's like a real moment there,
1: you know? He caught the reaction?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm assuming we have it.
1: Let's go. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm assuming we have it. And then we go, um, we get to the hotel, and I can't sleep still because of Hawaii. still in Hawaii oh, time. Oh,
1: jeez. Jet lagged. I get through all the time.
0: Actual jet lag. <laughs> this, this is actually... You know, this is, I'm happy we, this came up. This is what jet lag is. is
1: uh, yeah, I, I get it all the time. The hour difference gets me. From Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From Central to Eastern. Oh, my God. You have no idea how hard it is.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: They've been doing a lot of case studies on the Central Time to Eastern Standard Time zone. They say it's the worst one.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm leading the case.
0: People are <laughs> <them>. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like... Half asleep, but I'm. It's like 2 a.m. is 9 p.m. to me, so it's I'm bright eyed, bushy tailed, like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's been very hard to sleep. I don't know how I fix it. To be honest, I, I don't have Advil PM. I've been trying to just vitamin the shit out of my Like last night, I might have been on Cloud 48, which leads <laughs> to this. At about 1:42 last night, I even wrote the note down in my phone. I'm part. My room is right outside the parking garage here. I heard a... I thought the vet got stolen. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I wrote it on my phone. I wrote the notes down on my phone for when the cops come and ask me the next day what happened. I go, about one forty-two. I heard a fucking I heard a V-8 go nuts out there.
2: Look, look, there's a timestamp right here. I swear to God, officer, one forty-eight.
0: Yeah, it 1.42. It was actually one forty-two a.m. So... This morning, I was fully expecting to go over there and our car mm-hmm. be stolen. And I was very excited for that because we're filming my first 24 hours with the WWE. Me refusing to take their rental car, getting my own, then it getting stolen. The morning
3: <laughs> Can't write this stuff, folks. <laughs> this magical
0: content. Magical, magical content. It didn't happen that way. The fucking thing survived. It must have been some other fucking car getting stolen, which is a real shame. Kind of fucking up our thing. So we get in the vet. Still there. Yep, And uh, we go to the Performance Center and we're just chatting about content to make for the WWE. We make a couple videos. We chit-chat with some people. Finn Balor. Ooh, okay. okay. We didn't make anything with him. He just came in with his family. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he was there. You guys got so excited. There was was literally a hi, my name's Pat, and... uh, uh, the, the social or the digital guy that I don't want to say his name. Cause he said the last time I said his name, like a bunch of people hit him up for a job, <laughs> 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 say his name, but he introduced me to him and was like, Oh, he's working for us now. I think that guy is incredibly handsome.
3: Yeah. He hasn't had a carb since 2004.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure he knows what a sandwich tastes like.
3: Not a chance.
0: It's, it's sad. For his taste buds, incredible for his body. <laughs> yeah. He is a handsome, handsome man. Meet him, do some things. Then the NXT tapings are happening over at Full Sail. I check in at Full Sail. Michael Cole just started this internship program at uh, Full Sail University. I got to sit in on the orientation of the first class. That was yeah. good
2: time. Let's go back in the classroom. No big deal.
0: I have some questions. I I didn't bring a pencil and a paper, though, so everybody seemed to be judging me heavily. I was like, yo, I'm not used to this bullshit. I didn't go to (laughs) college. I don't know what this is. It was a good time. And then, Mike, what's up? Jump? Oh, shit. Yo, I had a frog splash today. Oh, man. That was
2: awesome. You were up in the air. You were up in the air, man.
0: I I went for that. That was not my first one of the day. I'm going to be honest. When you get up on that top rope, it is very high. Very. Yeah. You are just standing up there and you're like, okay, I know this is a because they have a uh, like a, f- a very soft rig that they people are supposed to try stuff off the top rope before you go to an actual rig.
2: Oh yeah, okay. And
0: when you stand up there, you know that you're landing on a very soft surface. But maybe I was like I'm like Probably 14. My head is probably 14. I was going
3: to say that yeah. the turnbuckle is probably about five foot, and then the ring yeah. is probably about four and a half foot off the ground.
0: That's nine feet. <laughs> <laughs> Just not an accurate statement.
1: <laughs> was that nine math wrong?
0: In- oh, I guess you're right. You did. You nailed that, man. That was really good math. Thank you. Zito thoughts he's going to have a field day. Right?
1: <laughs> 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 it's
0: like winning Jeopardy right there.
1: You getting fucked up right there. Oh, sorry. What is nine? <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, um, yeah, so the first one I did, a frog splash, wasn't as committed, and I land Foxy's By the way, nobody else is in that area. We snuck in there so I could do this.
2: Beautiful. Yeah, perfect.
0: No way I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Like, there's no chance. So the first one I hit, I land Foxy's filming, and I stand up to go look at it. And obviously, I look nowhere near as committed in the video, very obvious. But my body, like my chest and like my my back, they sent like a yo, what the fuck's going on? Message to my (laughs) brain. I've never felt anything like this before. (laughs) Never felt anything like it because I was landing on a dummy, like a a rubber person that they do for CPR class. I was landing on that. Yep. I had it wasn't like a soreness. It wasn't a pain. It was just like a almost like an ache you would get from something. From like four different parts of my rib cage and my back, and I it honestly felt like my body was like, we this isn't what we 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 don't do this, <laughs> you know. And then after like ten seconds, it went away, and I was like, okay, it went away. Now the body knows what's coming, right? Let's assume that the old McAfee body just did a quick little. All right, we can handle this now. So I go right back up to the top rope. Foxy goes all, oh, we're going slow mo here. Foxy goes slow-mo, and when something's on slow-mo, as the person who's on the camera, you have to know when people are watching this, they're going to see every single moment. Yes. So even your look right before, if you're scared at all, that's going to be on somebody's screen for four or five seconds while you're just sitting there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had a While I'm climbing up to the top turnbuckle, I'm having a full conversation in my head like, Everybody's gonna see if you're a bitch or not right now. <laughs> you get up here and you just fucking set your feet and you fucking go. Okay, that's all. And like I'm talking to myself while almost falling off the turnbuckles because my jeans are too tight to get up. <laughs> on. So I'm in a bad spot, and I get up there, and I do I do like this uh, arm spread thing. Oh Right before I go to jump, I like look down to the ground and I pause for like a second. Like, Don't be a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And I go and I tried to make, I tried to jump as high as I possibly could off of that thing. And I feel like if I was to pull that off with a real rig, I might break every bone (laughs) in my life. (laughs) But it would get a hell of a pop.
1: Your hair was flowing in slow-mo. That was amazing, by the way.
0: Because
2: it's starting to grow a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the, there. the jump was impressive, but you went fucking full extendo on the frog yeah, splash. So yeah, you, you went know. D-Lo
3: Brown-esque. I was like, I wonder what he's going to do. Because it was in slow motion. I'm thinking as you're jumping. I was like, is he going to go D-Lo Brown or is he going to go Eddie Guerrero? And you went D-Lo Brown, full extend, full arms between the legs, pumped him out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I felt pretty
3: good. You were floating.
0: I felt pretty, And then when I tried to get up, my jeans were too tight. I couldn't step over the rubber body. almost fell. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so, I mean, that was a pretty cool moment. Uh, we leave the, That was the, while we were leaving the Performance Center to go to full sale for the NXT taping. So, yep. we everybody else was kind of leaving. And we literally snuck like, through a back door. And I was like, yo, we got to get back to that padded ring. We got to get back to that padded ring. Because <laughs> that was where I did the leg drop from on the last one. So, we go over to Full Sail. We get a tour, do the orientation. We're kind of wrapping up like our first 24 hours with the NXT tapings happening there. I have a full conversation with the coolest dude on earth, Michael Cole. And he's chit-chatting about ideas for us. I think he's, by the way, the Lake Tyler thing, I think he's in. Let's go. go. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's in. Everybody needs to know that me getting invited to this Lake Tahoe pro am thing is going to be a fucking great thing for everybody.
2: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the
0: content that we're going to pull out of that thing, we're gonna. I don't know if we should. Yeah, we should announce it. Yeah, let's do it. But yeah, I, it. I think oh, so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are in the middle of a sale. Maybe we'll wait a week. You know, they got a nice little treat. Maybe right if we now. hit a
1: certain amount uh, numbers of shirts we sell, Ooh. you'll you'll break it out. Something to
2: think about. Oh, huh? Huh?
1: There
0: we go. Okay. All right, I have a number in my head. We hit it tomorrow. We hit that number by the end of day Thursday.
1: Big news comes out.
0: Whoa. big news comes out next week. Yeah. <laughs> if, if because I have to get it okay that I say it, <laughs> which I have to go through some channels because this will be a pretty big deal if this happens. But we'll announce it much. We'll announce it next week as opposed to in July. So it'll give us, you know, we'll announce what we're doing instead of I like that. Yeah,
2: breaking news. Mm-hmm. Breaking news.
0: Well, break news early. Yeah, which will be—I think it might revolutionize golf. To be honest,
2: uh, I think so. <laughs> people, hey, yes. people are saying it. You're not saying,
0: yeah, it. not you. Yeah, I'm just quoting.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
0: just the reviews. So then, our Michael Cole conversation is wrapping up. We're covering everything that, like you know, the plan. WrestleMania is coming up, so we got to cook up some stuff for WrestleMania. We got to. This is. This is becoming such a really fucking incredible opportunity. It's for been us, awesome. Oh, by yeah. the way. They're letting us just dive into the vault and just create content. They're that's a, like, that's yeah, amazing. Do, do whatever you want,
2: man. It's like it, perfect for you, too, because that's exactly what you needed where people to just be like, hey, this is what you can do. Go ahead and free reign, you know? Well,
0: that is the interesting thing because I've been talking to all these other people. And I feel like if I was to work for other people, which might still happen, by the way. WWE would not be my main thing. They're just allowing me to be a contributor for WWE. These other companies, I feel like, are going to very much... (laughs) I don't want to say, tell me what to do. I'm not great at it. I'm not great at being told exactly. I'm not great at being told what to do. Like, I'm just not saying, I think my entire life. I mean, in third grade, I walked out on my teacher's class because I said, you treat me. <laughs> so it led like a revolt out of my I mean, this is just something I'm not great at. And that's why I retired, to be honest. So it was, it's a perfect situation where they literally, they're just like, yeah, we believe in you, man. Just whatever you need from us, we'll help you as much as possible. We'll tell you what... We think could work, and you just do whatever the hell you want to do. We don't want to censor you at all. They said we no, do not want you to become a WWE guy. We just want you to enjoy our content, which you do, and then create content for us. I'm like, yeah, you got it. So it's been very cool. So while that conversation is wrapping up, dapping up, wrapping up that conversation.
3: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah.
2: yep, yep.
0: Michael Cole goes. Do you, Do you want to call a match tonight? I was like, uh, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. And he was like, okay, let me go see. Goes in. Asks Mister H. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. H H okay. H. And Mister H goes, absolutely. We got a dark match tonight between Punishment Martinez. Oh, and-
2: good name
0: from <laughs> Puerto Rico. Six foot six. Oh, he- oh. oh. Bro, big boy. He's going against Adam Cole.
3: Wow, oh, let's go. Adam full Cole circle, still here. in a dark match.
0: Well, full circle here. Right? Adam Cole is basically the reason why the WWE even knew who I was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He uh, went after me, basically, on Twitter. He like extended an opportunity for me to go after him. He called me a dork right? because I was wearing jorts, so he's un-American. Everybody knows that. Yeah. You can choose to like him or not. It's mm-hmm. up to you. Nah, he's just an un-American man. Uh, it's up to you. But he's the reason I got in. And then the first match, literally, I get to call is an Adam Cole match. And it was like mm-hmm. we're like an hour out from it. We'd been up at this point for 12, 13 hours doing stuff. So we do a quick basic bitch run. <laughs> straight to Starbucks, pick up an Earl Grey. Yep. You know mm-hmm. the deal. Mm-hmm. Blenda and that thing. Took that to the head. Took a couple of little vitamins. Need I got em. In, introduced. I got introduced. Okay. Like, onto the stage because it was on the stage in front of the crowd. Average pop. It was, a, it was positive it wasn't booze That's cool. I was expecting some booze these super wrestling fans don't love the cuzzy here they don't they don't, <laughs> they don't love your your they don't love love your friend here they don't they're not the biggest fans don't learn let me, you, let me tell you why for people that are uh listening to the show that know nothing about the WWE thinking about possibly getting in WWE which you, you should because I think at some point I'm gonna get an open mic with them and they're just gonna I mean, we're going to be able to dig into some real stuff. (laughs) We're not a a diehard full-time wrestling blog, podcast, something like that. In the wrestling community, it is a tight-knit one, right? It's a real thing. And there's a lot of personalities that dedicate their entire careers to the WWE, Ring of Honor, AEW, New Japan, everything like that. So when somebody who isn't like that gets an opportunity with their dream job and they're either the person they're a fan of the wrestling personality that they're a fan of or the wrestling personality himself like that's obviously going to be something that's going to be met with some negative response (laughs) i after watching dr bull uh i understand the psychology behind it and dr phil i understand like yeah i would probably hate me too if i was you guys to be honest like yeah, I would hate you too. If this was football and they gave a job to somebody else instead of me, I'd probably be like, yo, I hate this guy. Yeah. But with that being said, <laughs> pretty positive response from people. Not big, but positive.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. And
0: then I sit down in the commentary team with one of the most electric voices in the history of combat sports, Mauro Inalo. Oh, wow. Nice.
5: Mm.
0: Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. He- He's called everything: Conor, McGregor, Floyd, Mayweather. He's called. He calls all the NXT stuff. He calls everything. He calls boxing. He's just. He's an electric Canadian man. Nigel McGuinness. Okay. Nigel. Nigel. Magician, and um, his documentary on WWE Network is worth a watch. And Percy, and we had a great time for the match. And boy, I was wide open. They were dying. (laughs) That's awesome. I was wide open,
1: man. You Can know, I say I'm, one thing too? Uh, that photo leaked of you coming out on stage, and it reminded me of the photo of the guy who created the character. It literally looked exactly the same, besides uh, the the hoodie. You just had the it across the chest, and I was like, "Yep, this is exactly the same as that guy made that character." It
0: was like they had they gave me. Uh, it was just like playing music. It was almost like what we what Foxy is like. Copyright-free vlog (laughs)
5: music.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's what I came out to. And um, and not a bad response. I did a clap to them. I did a thank you. I did like, uh, you know. The polite,
2: respectful.
0: There's a guy sitting because the commentary desk is right to the left. The stage is like, or the ring is like back to the right. So you're sitting away from the place. So I zigged to go to the ring. I would have had to zag. So I went down some back steps. There was a guy sitting right by the thing that had a pit shirt on. And he was like, he actually said, "kazi," And he had the pit thing.
5: And
0: he was like, Can I take a picture with you? I was like, sure. And I see the camera following me. And I go and take a selfie with this guy. And he's bobbling his phone around. right? He's bobbling his phone around. Very nice guy. And I'm like, where are people thinking at home? Like, I just walk up and take a selfie with a guy. So then they didn't tell Nigel or Percy that I was coming up there. They did tell Moro Ronaldo though. So I walk up on the stage to Dappa Percy, very nice guy. He's like friends with us. Nigel, same thing. And then they sit down. They have no idea that that three-person table that not only is three people built wide, that they all have to slide down and I'm coming in. (laughs) 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 <laughs> we are sitting like, we look like the Fox, the NFL and Fox like show where there's like nine people. at the that's, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, that's what we look like for a while. Right. So it's a hilarious scene to begin with. And I, I let her fly in there, man. I had a good time.
2: Let's I go. That's you, awesome. what, you let, what would you let rip? Any uh, good one liners there?
0: So, this one I felt good about. I've been waiting on this one. Okay? And it was a perfect opportunity. Before the match starts, six foot six, punishment Martinez, take on Adam Cole, who is not six foot six. Okay, smaller. (laughs) And I go, Adam Cole looks like a toddler here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like the toddler word. He also looks like a kid whose parents hate vaccines. He's got no shot. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh,
2: boy. Get him, baby! Yes, feels so good. Feels so <laughs> good about it.
0: I feel, that was the first, like the first thing I said, basically. Other than complimenting Ronaldo for his very freshly done hair that looks incredible. I mean, he looked this jet black hair. It looked incredible. Complimented that early. Smart, obviously. very smart. Mm-hmm. Had to do that. Show some respect. But that was my first real comment. And as soon as I said vaccines, I felt the other three guys like, eh, eh.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't know,
0: bro, say vaccines. <laughs> I had a great time though. Can't tell you who, can't tell you who won or lost. Oh
1: come on!
3: I have some respect for the biz, Zito. Come on. Hey,
0: sorry, sorry. K mm-hmm. the biz, Zito.
1: You're right. You're right. But
0: it was originally a dark match. I'm not sure if it's going to be a dark – because things started happening yeah. that they did not tell me about. Like more things started happening, and I'm just sitting out there. I'm like, well, I'm just fuck it. here we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's
2: watch. Yeah, okay. So out.
0: And at one point, I am reclined back on my seat because there's no room at the table. I literally look like I'm sitting on our little recliners out there just watching some stuff. I have jorts and a T-shirt. In <laughs> <laughs>
2: Vape I mean, pen was- on your chest right below your chin. What's that? <laughs> Said vape pen on your chest, right below your chin. <laughs> yes, looking yes. around, huh? <laughs> I
0: was just sitting there. Uh, it was like hour fourteen of the day. I was just like having the time of my life, and then it ended with a big moment, obviously. And the uh, in the ear they say let McAfee take it home, wow. which means
2: going showing
0: like the There was the end of everything that was happening. Yeah, let's go. It was mm-hmm. it was a freighter moment. It was a greater oh. field goal moment happening, and I was
2: I was there for. It, that's you know? awesome.
0: And so I, they, they give you the countdown in the ear, right? This is the thing that I mean. We I've talked about on the show that when I did a WWE show, there's four voices in my head, including mine, because they're just there's ears there's there's earplug things that you're wearing headset where people are talking to you that's not going live, and they're doing a countdown. Like I assume this was like real real journalist shit, real TV thing. They're like, 15, 14, 13, 12, <laughs> till commercial. And I'm talking this entire time, okay? And what you never want to do is be the guy that ends with seven seconds left because you cut it off too early, oh, right? oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh, no. And I think you, in my head, very high watching people do these things where I know now that they're being counted down and their timing is either slow or late. In my head, I'm always like, Never be the guy like I. I ingrained in myself like if you're ever in a situation, don't be the guy that cuts off early. So seven seconds left. I don't even even have an end in my head yet. I didn't even have an end to the sentence in my head. Four seconds, I get two sentences out somehow in like three seconds. I was like, <laughs> I myself at one point, I'm, like all okay. <laughs> going, and then at like three seconds, I was like, we got to get out of here, man. We we literally have to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my last send off is about. It, it looks like, um, like, you know, that guy that's at the Papa shot just draining balls. <laughs> yeah, <double-headed>? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what the words look like coming up out <laughs> It's like auctioneer, man. Was like an I'm excited to be here with the NXT, the greatest superstars on earth.
1: <laughs> Imagine if that was a Zeto countdown. What's that? Imagine if that was a Zeto countdown.
0: Well, like, five, three. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have trained me for this with all the weight loss (laughs) chat. going through an iPhone, FaceTime, room to room. I'm alive out of from five. So
1: for the people who don't know, what's a dark match?
0: Dark match is one that they're not going to put on TV. It's just for the in-house crowd. So it's because you got to remember that whenever they film their TV shows, Uh it's also, you got to like, couple thousand people in-house that are trying to have a show as well so there's dark matches that aren't for tv it's just for the in-house crowd oh
1: let's go It's awesome
0: yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty but the, a lot of things happen though <laughs> in this i i think you might have lied to me or maybe they i don't know i think the plan might have been like this is a dark match let's see how
1: he does
3: yeah dark matches is usually fun that's like where they experiment a lot and try a lot of different things because it's just it no one's it's not on get the real reaction right is yeah that, yeah so they yeah, get a little nuts cool sometimes.
0: It was really, it was pretty cool. they're, well, gonna they're awful. Us, they're going to give us all of the. They're going to give us the whole thing. Nice. For this uh, first day on the uh, first day of the job thing, so we're going to have that whole thing. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited. Yeah,
2: I yeah. mean that that was, didn't sound like a real first day for most people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How about Michael Cole? Just like out of nowhere, you want to call match in like an hour? Uh, who? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, sure. Do you want to come to Lake Tahoe? Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. It
0: was, uh, yeah, man, that's him scratching my back.
2: Yeah, that's that's awesome, though.
0: There's a lot of scratching Michael Cole's back. <laughs> a lot of Michael Cole helping me out, man. That was, it was incredible. And then I come back, Mr. H comes, shakes my hand with a smile and a laugh, and everybody else, same thing. It was like a, a – I will say this. The people that work for the WWE, it's like a family, right? It everybody is. knows everybody. Yeah. They're pretty – I feel like a lot of them want us to succeed. Like yeah. They want me oh, yeah. to succeed. They, yeah. want, they They genuinely – and they're good people. So yeah. every time
1: you see them, it's just handshake, or are you working up for a handshake hug?
0: Uh, it depends who it is. Mm-hmm.
1: So for Mr. H.?
0: Mr. H, strictly a handshake. Keep it away. He gave me a, like a Bill and body tap today, too, to see if oh, I was fat.
1: Oh, nice. Mm. That's, I think it, you're it, working up to the hug there.
0: It was like – it was either a get out of the way. <laughs> <or> a, <laughs> it was either like uh, after we shake hands. I, like
1: I, a rip I, move? He was I, trying to rip through you?
0: Yeah, but it was like a pat almost. Real tight quarters backstage at this full sale. Real tight. So there's not a lot of room. I mean, oh, it's yeah. very, it's very tight. What it's It's a – it's a one-lane road that you have got to beep at the bridge. Ugh. You know what I mean. You got to yeah. beep at the bridge. Got to beep
1: that and then go right past.
0: Yes, it's exactly. It's like that backstage <laughs> some, at some places. No, zeno. Yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I'm so ingrained from like scouts and stuff doing this when you come back from off season, like they pat you and there's no way that's not for to see if you were fat or not. And, <laughs> I got that a lot because, I mean, I my weight easy come, easy go. <laughs>
5: I'm
1: sure it's, Imagine yeah, yeah. how many people paid Donnie Eddie Lacy.
0: Exactly, that's exactly that guy got a lot of them, and A.Q. <laughs> Shipley, by the way, probably got yeah. Oh boy,
2: probably still has some coming too.
3: I'm to
0: assume. Hey, how's that after the knee? Huh? How are we, are we comfortable? Are we, I saw you golfing a little bit there with McAfee. How fat are you? It's been cool though. So now we're here, and um, this has been a crazy night for sports. We missed it. I came out. I checked the internet. Fucking Nike stock is gonna bust. Oh yeah, yeah man. It yep. was
2: bad. It was real bad.
0: His entire foot was outside. Of the, it looked like it was a generic shoe, like you would. If I used to get velcro shoes from like walmart and shit and Mm -hmm. show up at places yeah and it felt like the bottom would rip off like that because it was sewed together by a terrible nylon the bottom of my kicking cleats nike always would start to peel off but i always assumed it's because it's such thin leather with such a thin base and i'm ripping it across the ground sometimes and stuff like that so i would have to change my shoes I don't think I've ever seen anything like this with a very high end company. The biggest in Mike Greenberg uh Greeny posted something. This is the most pop culture, relevant team in recent history of any sport, he said. Oh, and yeah. He had, he yeah, had the numbers to prove it. He was like prices. Or 148% up whenever they're. It's like the Miami Heat back in the day. Obama mm-hmm. was
1: there. Yeah, President oh, 44 yeah, had a, like a video clip of him saying, Is that the Nike shoe ripping?
0: The, so that's what, I'm, yeah, him saying he broke a shoe. That was, he was, I honestly, great night for Barack Obama. He great
2: night. Yeah. A, a lot of FaceTime yeah. for him. He was
0: the first person. I think he might have been the first
1: person. <laughs> it was him and Coach broke. K. It was a tight shot at Coach K. And he was over his left shoulder. And you could see him saying that, mouthing Stop. it.
0: Zion and Obama were the only two that knew Nike's career was over. (laughs) For a moment of time, for a moment of time. No, there's honestly, there's no way a shoe will ever do that again, you would think. You would hope not. Well,
2: I mean, at least if they're not, you know, going to the Duke basketball team, you know, it's one thing if I buy a Nike shoe and that happens. But if Zion Williamson, the most high profile basketball player right now, that happens. then yeah, Nike might want to think about using an extra seam or something, (laughs) you know, if
1: you're Zion, though, do you like boycott these shoes? Like, do you say fuck these shoes?
0: Zion just hopes that his knee's okay.
1: That's what I'm yeah. saying. But, yeah. like, if this is going to happen again, you know, you don't want this to happen. Obviously, it's no, one but this of
0: does What this does for Zion is open up a contract bidding war mm-hmm. for shoes that is going to be next level with Nike potentially coming ridiculously over the top to say, I'm sorry.
1: So, yeah. are you saying this oh, is a yeah. setup job?
0: No, I don't think it's a setup job, but I think he's going to make more money from Nike off of this than fucking Duke. <laughs> yeah, that's, very true. that's what I think is gonna happen because Nike, you gotta remember, Nike is all about being liked. Being like that is their thing. We would like to be liked it's by millennials, a younger group like that's their thing. They've completely changed their marketing. They yeah. not that they changed it, but that is their marketing. Yeah. That is what they Nike wants to appease to. The biggest superstar of that market, the biggest superstar of that market in sports. Zion Williams. That's who it is. Yep. Videos of him have been coming out from this generation for the last 10 years of this dude dunking since he's like eight years old from the fucking foul line. People saying he won't be able to do this in college. He picks up and gets better when he gets to college because he's with better teammates. Nobody thought about that. And then all of a sudden, the biggest god basically to their business marketing almost embarrasses their shoe out of nowhere. This is going to come on the backside for Zion so big. And I hope he's healthy. That kid is some of the most must-see TV on Earth right
2: now. Yeah, it would be a bummer to go into March without Zion Williamson for sure. I
0: looked at his knee. was it, like a hyperextension? It looked like a little bit of a hyperextension, so it was –
2: I don't know. It looked like the back of his knee, which was was, uh, bothering him. I don't know. I saw something like PCL, but – He's probably done. There's no reason for him to play another game.
1: I don't know. In my yeah. head though, after you said that Nike money, I felt like the doctor was like, You could go back right now and he was like, Ah, the contracts are coming out. I'm probably gonna make a yeah, lot of money. No, see,
0: I think that's why Zion is so popular though. It's because Zion is like this happy go lucky kid who like his interviews, he says everything right because mm-hmm. I think he is everything that's right. Like, I yeah. honestly think he is. And a lot of people bash LeBron for doing a lot of selfish things and saying a lot of selfish so things. So
1: selfish. But LeBron has been
0: the only thing comparable to what Zion is. What did you say about LeBron?
1: Oh, he's so selfish.
0: Thank you. (laughs) 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 The only comparable to Zion is LeBron. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not only in not only the way they play basketball and how athletic they are and how everything like that, but we're talking about being hyped up Mm -hmm. before your teenage years. And then living up to the hype thus far, LeBron and Zion are the only two comparables, and it's just Zion does everything right, and it's it's one of those things where I think we're very lucky to be able to watch him play and watch him take off and look down at a basketball rim. Yeah, at two hundred and eighty pounds, which also might be why the shoe couldn't hold up. They're like, we're not fucking built for this, dude. The most <laughs> explosive- <laughs> The most explosive guy is 280 <laughs> pounds. Dude, I mean, what are we supposed to do here? But it's it's honestly, I hope he. I'm excited to watch the NBA.
1: And you, it happened 35 seconds into the game, and you got people like Spike Lee, Obama, yep. only there, Ken Griffey, Zion, and they spent what? Those tickets were like three grand, weren't
0: they? Yeah,
2: yeah they, they were yeah, up more. to like two eight or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, three
0: grand was row seven.
1: Yeah, like that I can't imagine courtside. It was
2: it was number two. It was the second most expensive ticket to the Super Bowl.
0: Let's also remember that you're not just paying to sit courtside to watch Zion. You're also sitting courtside with the former president. You're sitting yeah. courtside right. I was at a, a Super Bowl party. The price changed four X because Justin Bieber showed up while I was <laughs> negotiating the party. <price. laughs> <laughs> new price, sorry. High profile clients.
1: You just got Rick Pawnstarred. Really, We're in a new time now.
0: Literally. And then I couldn't go to the bathroom when I got in because it said high profile clients. Security was blocking people off so he could go pee. So I had to pay four times the amount and almost pissed my pants. But
2: Good party though.
0: Was it? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I left. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here. I couldn't even move because the high profile client was in there. Mm-hmm. It was packed. I couldn't do anything, but that sucks for Zion, man. It's terrible. He's gonna get rich though. He's gonna get broken off
2: still. Yeah, man. yeah. They,
0: it sucks for that Duke team, man. Oh they man. Were really starting to click.
2: Yeah, and they looked bad without him. I mean, UNC's good, granted, they're number eight in the country, oh, but yeah. without without Zion, I mean I think they scored sixty points in the paint. Let's go tar heels.
1: Is that your team? I'm alumni. I, I took a class there once. It was an online course.
0: Honestly, I think that is technically what an alumni is because people tell me I'm an alumni of WVU and I never graduated. Exactly.
1: So, I so I'm, al- about- I'm. I don't get courtside like seats and stuff, but I'm alumni. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been me and 44 right next to each other last last night. Well, that was a dude. That is true. <laughs> that is very true.
0: Um. That's
1: crazy news. Anything else happened? Uh, mm. if you want to talk about it, we uh we ate some very, oh, okay. very dangerous chocolate
2: today. Yeah, or the yesterday. Choco.
0: Okay, so what happened?
2: Oh man. I, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. This was the worst experience of my life. I'm like still hurting from it, and we did it at 3 45, I think, four o'clock.
3: It's not pleasant. It's still sitting there. It still feels quite it feels like
2: a knot in my stomach right now. Still. Wait, wait, wait. What'd you say? Explain what you ate. All right. So it, basically what Fuego Box is doing is this little uh, Choco Challenge for prostate cancer. And what they have are these little square chocolates. They're basically the size of like, a, what's it called? A Ghira, Ghirardelli? Ghirardelli yeah. Ghirardelli, yeah. It's the size of a Ghirardelli. Ghirardelli. And uh, it's essentially the worst possible thing you could put in your mouth. I mean, I mean, as soon as you, it was like swallowing smoke. I, I It was awful. <laughs> I am gonna go ahead
1: and say they're crybabies. I I ate that so fast and it was so easy. He did, Zeet I, did. I,
0: Ty, I'm
2: sorry. What you say, Ty? No, yeah, Zeet I mean, zeke made all everyone look pretty bad without. Oh, yeah, he yeah he's Zayac a freak. It. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna say I could probably take Sasquatch on now. After I ate that thing, I'm I'm on cloud nine right now.
3: I was crying like a little schoolgirl. I, I almost threw up about four times. I couldn't breathe. My eyes swelled up. I couldn't see at one point. I thought I was going blind. I was yeah. walking around the office and I can't see. Help, help! So basically, five of us uh, ate it.
1: So it was uh, Nick, Connor. Diggs, Todd, and myself. Oh, no, no,
2: yeah, no, 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 Oh, no. man. Digs pulled Don't the most Diggs that. shit Don't ever. Throw him under <laughs> the this motherfucker, this motherfucker, he's not here. This motherfucker, he took his wrapping, the little Ghirardelli chocolate that comes in the little wrapping. He went ahead, threw the Ghirardelli out put an Oreo in and decided to do the old fake switcherooty on us and wow. acted like he ate half a real one when he was really just eating
3: half an Oreo. He sat there. He started breathing all heavy like he was faking an orgasm. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Jesus.
5: <laughs> uh, okay. When did, did
0: he tell you?
3: Uh, like 20 minutes oh, after, we, I, I mean, think. we knew. <laughs> we knew. The way he was walking around afterwards. Like, come on.
2: I had no idea I had my shirt off spitting into the sink trying to get any sort of life back into my lungs. Todd's face turned the darkest shade of red I've ever seen a human body turn.
3: (laughs) I thought his head
2: was going to explode. My favorite part was uh, Ty just watching us all and then him going, yeah, I'm actually just not going to do this. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I guess this
3: chocolate's just covered in uh, ghost pepper shavings. Yeah. Yeah. Is the trick. And I broke it in half because I was like, I want it in one spot in my mouth. I don't want to spread it all over my mouth. I, want to, I broke it in half. I put it in my mouth. And then at some point through, the two fingers I broke it in half with, I rubbed my eyes with because it was so hot. Oh, and yeah. And then so, they were done for. I couldn't you see. You got pepper sprayed? Oh, it was bad. Yeah, pepper sprayed myself.
2: It was bad. The old
3: girl's pepper spray. And I mean, you know what it's like. You've eaten one before, you ate one with Sasquatch.
0: Uh, yeah. Because I think there's Reaper pepper in that, too. Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, man.
1: You obviously yeah. got way worse because you had like the actual like seeds
2: and yeah, stuff. Yeah, this was a nightmare. <laughs> I don't know how you did that.
1: Well,
0: I dumped milk on my face. I mean, I, it was- oh, they we were didn't, chugging We, we didn't milk. have
2: any milk. Gorman comes over. Hey, do you need anything? I was like, Gorman, get the fuck away from me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Ran over to the gas station, grabbed like a gallon of milk and as many waters as he could grab. We
1: tried getting Gorms to do it. and He kept back. He stayed a broken rib. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, cause, well, yeah, because then you ate it, and then you could feel it go the whole way down your throat, into your midsection, and then just sit in your stomach, and it was still burning hours oh. later. I it's ate still sushi right, right
1: after, Pat. I ate sushi <laughs> right away after. Yeah, you were I was, a freak, I was <laughs> so hungry. I was like, I want more. I want to say another piece. Are, we sure?
0: Are you certain that Zito didn't dig it?
1: No, I didn't. Nah, no, no he he ate Zito it. did
3: it because I saw him splashing his tongue under the uh, sink like he was a dog, just <laughs> lapping water into his mouth. Well, so he suffered so for about two minutes. It's, while the, rest it's was the only part that so, like
1: it didn't like affect me like they did, but like it stays on your tongue though. So like you have yeah. to like get rid of it somehow, or it'll just stay there. So I just put some water on it and washed it down. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: that's how I found out that uh, Zito thoughts was not actually you.
1: How'd you that's do that? Right? Oh, you told me last night.
0: Because he tweeted down d o w n instead of d a h n. I was like, th- that was the only confirmation that I've ever had that it wasn't <laughs> you. Behind it. Uh,
1: I almost uh, have him uh, had him uh, give me the login, and I gave it to somebody else. What <laughs> suspension. <laughs> suspension? I almost gave him a suspension there for using the wrong <laughs> don. <laughs> three three day suspension.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's um let's talk about choco. Ch- what is it? Choco challenge?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Choco challenge. Yeah. Uh,
0: I. I guess money's going to prostate cancer, though, because oh, yeah. yep. prostate cancer um, f- uh, research.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Thank God it's not going like for, to the cancer itself. Like, Thank God we're not teaming up with the cancer. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not. we're <laughs> teaming up with the
3: fuego. That'd be fucked up. I'll tell you, I might need a new prostate after eating that, though. Once <laughs> I shit this thing out, I'm, I'm afraid of what's going to happen. Seriously. It's gonna I'm pretty it. sure. Hey, Help?
5: you guys
0: raised money for prostate cancer fundraising and, and, and research. That's awesome. Let's you go. run it. Hey, here we yeah. go.
2: Hey, how about you guys? Hey, hey, how about us, huh? may, huh? Have, may have given you hey, colon hey, cancer, hey. but, you know. <laughs> what did you say, Zach? Uh, you know, I may have given you colon cancer, but that's, you know, beside the point. Hey, we're saving the front, not the back, all right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch the videos. You guys all recorded yourself. I can't wait to see that. Um, what else happened? Anything?
2: Nothing? Huh. Yeah, I don't think so, honestly. I mean, at least in the... I'm trying to think of in the sports world if any, if any other news Chicago Blackhawks
3: broke. continue their hot run. 5-4 oh, yeah. win in overtime. Yep. Patrick Kane extends the point streak to 19 Old games. Oh, Patty
1: Kane with a shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's hockey talk. Yep. There it is, <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah. We had an incredible... Thank you all so much for listening, by the way, to us in a hotel and them in a studio past midnight here uh, FaceTiming computer to decumeration. It also... Uh, computer. Shout out to Ty Schmidt's sleep schedule. Yep. Is,
2: uh, yep. Yep. It's going to be a fun night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I loved it. Uh, so we all thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for sticking around late too. Foxy's about to die. I am <laughs> as well. Uh, before I left, I was in Indianapolis right before I left, I got a chance to talk to an old teammate of mine uh, about probably the most topical thing for the NFL in recent history I think. I mean, mm-hmm. Oh yeah it's probably a lot of combine talk and shit going on like that, but the Colin Kaepernick settlement pretty large.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I got a chance to chat with an old teammate of mine, and uh I think it was pretty good.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, get a little A B insight too.
0: Oh yeah, and Antonio Brown stuff. I mean two the two very
2: the By most way. topical things really in the NFL right now. You got it all.
0: And insight inside information too.
2: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best Scoop friend City. information.
0: Yo, let's just get to that now, huh? <laughs> You think we should just get to that now? Yeah, yeah,
2: let's just let's just roll it. You know what? Let's get to that now. Maybe get to it now.
3: All right meow.
0: Hashtag get to it now. Uh, picture of Ty Schmidt waking up this uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> Miserable. After he's not sleeping, or send him a motivational text to enjoy his life a little bit, even though his schedule is the worst in America. Oh,
3: man, you really want to piss him off, huh? Yeah, don't do that. (laughs)
0: Let's get to it or get to it now?
3: Get to it to it it now.
0: Hashtag get to it now. Let's do that. Ladies and gentlemen joining us now. He was a draft picker of the New England Patriots. Then he came to the Indianapolis Colts. Lockdown slot corner. Then he was a safety. Played in the league for nine years. He has a new podcast <laughs> called the D Up Podcast with his friend Danielle. It's a must listen. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for the Yukon product, Darius
6: Butler. <laughs> what's up, hey, what's up? What's up?
0: Hey, how are you, man?
6: I'm great, man. How are you? I'm engaged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i'm not as good as you i saw that man i saw that the uh, helicopter you put a lot of hope. i hope nobody i fucking gonna to saw
0: that shit <laughs> <laughs> i got a lot of those messages chuck pagano sent me one he said uh he said congrats you know congrats i uh, hope everything's working out great thank god fucking tina didn't she dish before i proposed
6: <laughs> I know, that's right,
0: man. Shit. Uh, I appreciate Big that.
6: Though, man. Well,
0: you're a dad. Yeah. I'm nowhere near what you are, though. You are legitimately, like, <laughs> dad of the year. I didn't... I met Darius. He gets traded to the Colts. You got traded to the Colts, right?
6: I know. I got cut from the Panthers, actually. And then I uh, got picked up by the Colts. So I'm kind of... About third game in the
0: season? Yeah, you come in. I think you had like two picks in your first practice. Literally. I think you had <laughs> two picks in yep, your first yep. practice. Yeah, you yeah, you did. And I was like, Holy fuck, what is this guy? And then I started learning about you and I had no idea. And then in the off season, we I think it was back whenever I was using Snapchat, you were on Snap, and it was you and your kids like every day. I'm like, this guy's fucking dad of the year. I had no idea. I had no clue. Uh you're,
6: yeah, I keep my and all that stuff. I kind of keep that, you know, private for the most part. You know, Snapchat, obviously, you know, people who I'm cool with, they see my kind of day-to-day life. But, um, you know, I kind of keep them out of everything else. But um, obviously a huge, huge part of my life.
0: Yeah, well, you're a great dad and you're a great man. And I want to, you were the first person I thought of Whenever this whole Colin Kaepernick thing both not only started, but now that it's uh-huh. it's it's ended because your dad was in the military for eleven years in the army, you yep. were you kneeled during a couple of the national anthems early to stand up for your community and your culture. Now that the entire thing has come to an end, uh, I don't yep. want to I don't want to say that there's mixed reaction. Larry Johnson was very open in his. Uh, disagreement with what Colin Kaepernick happened. a lot of the world very much behind Colin Kaepernick and everything, the conversation that he started, the settlement, everything like that i I honestly feel, and this might be me feeling white guilt, but it's a hundred percent true. Like I think as a white person a, in an NFL player, I was asked my thoughts on it, and I'm like, Yo, like there's honestly, it's not something that I fucking know anything about. I wouldn't have a guess. I think mm-hmm. if people want to stand up for something, I'm cool with that, however it is how is your thought on the entire Colin Kaepernick situation? For me, it was one big PR situation between the left and the right, black and white military in mm-hmm. commu- I mean, it all became a PR disaster, But from the whole situation, how do you feel that Colin Kaepernick's situation really uh, helped or hurt everything in, in the long haul of this real world we live in and not just football?
6: uh well when he first when he first started um you know the protest, obviously you know it hit home for me, and um you know because of like you said, it's a lot of things that um you know just a lot of people have no idea what people deal with you know two thousand people think two thousand and eighteen and two thousand and nineteen whatever if you have especially if you have money if you're an athlete, if you're a black athlete like you're not dealing with this shit, you're not dealing with oppression or anything like that but you know, you still have family, you know, in the same community that you grew up in. You still have, you know, sons, younger brothers. And the the, the black experience in America and the white experience in America are two complete different things. Even if I go back to um, some of the things that my dad told me he dealt with in the military, you know, while serving the country um, that, you know, his white counterparts didn't have to deal with. So um, just starting there and kind of having that 20, 30-plus year of my own history, I, it, it hit home me. That actually the first time I talked to Colin. Because, um you know i I did the fist the first time I protested, and then- uh Cormarty kneeled, and then you know you what happened with that situation.
0: Hey, he told me how to play uh, dominoes on that flight home from England, and he was cut <laughs> the next
6: day <laughs> hey, that, that, that was a parting gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but so but I think I think a lot of his perspective, and I actually after I kneeled, um you know, it was a lot of shit that happened after that um you know, got death threat. Oh. Um, people were protesting outside of the, the um our facility and actually uh pete ward brought some of the protesters in and was like you know what there's would you like to sit down and just have a conversation and, you know i was like fuck it let's do it so i sat down and it was this guy actually was a vietnam vet and um his wife also had served and he was just telling me how hurt he was that we were kneeling a national anthem and this and that and i had a conversation basically about him and about my experiences and we kind of came to understand, I think for the most part, it was just a big misunderstanding from the two sides. Like, because if you, if I don't, if you don't get my perspective, you can't really respect what I'm standing for. And uh, a protest is never meant for, to make the people you're protesting, uh, in a sense, against feel comfortable. You know what I mean? No, no protest is made it's, it's made for people to feel uncomfortable. So um, I was definitely proud of Kevin, what he did, and standing up. And then not only that, when he lost his job and you know still pledging a million dollars of his own money, And then obviously taking the NFL to court, which nobody ever beats the NFL in court. So settling, in a sense, is a win to me. And obviously if you're suing somebody, you're suing for money. So, I I mean, I would assume he got a nice chunk of change and um, he'll continue to do the work that he's uh, started doing in the community. And, you know, he may even still play again. I don't think he will, but um, it's still a possibility. So, um, overall, definitely supported him. Um, Definitely he got what he got. But um, I think, you know, it was a big, it, it, the narrative definitely got hijacked by the president for a while, and then that kind of drew a line. But um, hopefully, you know, we, we continue to come together, and um, the awareness is brought to it and hopefully change um, continues to happen. A lot of good things have come from the Players Coalition. You know, the money's been you know, put in from the NFL, from other communities. People kind of woke up and saw things they didn't see before. So um, I think a lot of good, more good will eventually come from it than bad.
0: Uh, why didn't they film your conversation with those protesters, I wonder? Because that, I think, is what... Everything needed from the beginning. I've been, I've been literally mm-hmm. saying this since day one of this whole thing because I have a lot of friends, uh, you included, but a lot of guys in being mm-hmm. in the locker room and feeling like, yo, the, the connection to the culture and the community is a very real thing in the in, – it's almost like the misperception – of what you guys were protesting versus how it was being spun was the problem day one. I mean, it it, it was not a problem, by the way. It It, it, was not a problem, but but it's like it did get just twisted in two different directions. That conversation you had with that Vietnam vet in those protesters would have been must-see. That would have been a must-see clip
6: right there. Absolutely. I agree 100%, but I think People were just so afraid to have that, you know, just to even talk about those things. I don't know why because it's like it's, it's not a secret. We, everyone knows the history of America. Everyone knows, everyone knows you know, what, what it's been. So it's not a terrible thing to talk about. you just got to talk about it at this point and try to get through things. We had, you know, it was beyond that. We had a um, city hall meetings And Pete Ward and the whole front office of the coach did a great job of just even bringing all of us together and talking and having – and I had guys like – who I would have never thought, even on my own team, would have supported me. Like Vinny hit me, like after one of our meetings with the ownership, and, and Vinny's like, "Hey man, like I don't want you, I don't want you to feel like you're selling out, man. Like do what, do what you feel is right. Like this has been weighing on me. Like you know, Luck has had this conversation. Like people, you know, who I would think, who I would think would look at it and be like, man, what the fuck are they? They don't know this. They're not dealing with that shit for real. But they really, you know, had an ear and really kind of. So I think that was the biggest part that was missing. And I think that's where the NFL dropped the ball in handling it because yep. I think. For for one, the owners know the players, and you know like what the what most of these players are doing in their communities, kind of their backgrounds, what they come from, and where they are now, what they're doing, the positive things that they're doing. So I think they could they should have stood behind their players, and then kind of try to figure something out from there, as opposed to trying to um, shun them and kind of turn the fan base and you know a, a bunch of people against everyone else instead of just start having real conversations, and then you start you know that's when you start really um, you know promoting and, and, and Having
0: some change. Hey, that shit was a PR nightmare, man.
6: It was bad. Oh, it was terrible. It I w- was terrible. I
0: hit the the uh, the the little tiny little hammer off the anvil. Uh, was one of the I think I was the first <laughs> first one to do it, second one to do it. I was there for the national. Mm-hmm. Anthem. That was my first time back in a stadium during the national anthem, right? And the place mm-hmm. booed. The entire place was booing. I'm like, yo, this is a this is a real situation.
6: Was, was that the that was the Browns or the
0: San Fran? Browns
6: okay, so yeah, that was when a bunch of us knew. Okay, yeah, yeah, Yo, okay, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because even for like it was, it was tough because that wasn't my original protest. Even though I agreed with what he was protesting for, I think that's another thing with the perspective of, uh, I would say, the majority of white America. It was it, the sense that I got was that the the issues that we were protesting it wasn't right like we didn't like you guys didn't feel like it was like an important enough issue hey, don't you, enough you guys hey don't you you guys me hey don't you you guys i'm I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just saying for the people that i talked to it was just like you know okay you can find another place to do it you can find another time to do it but if if that same situation let's say college started to kneel for you know how the veterans are being treated you know when they come back home i think you really got a lot more support from even white America with him taking that stand. By or the even, way, you know how things are with the LGBT community. If somebody, if Michael Sam knew because of how the LGBT community is, is there, you know, it would it have just got a completely different, it wouldn't have been the same PR nightmare. It would have been handled differently. You know, it would have been handled with more respect in a sense. And I, I think that that was kind of a core issue that was also not talked about. and That was kind of the elephant in the room. Like, a lot of people didn't think it was it was a big enough deal, like, especially for millionaires, you know, because people just think, once you want to get this money, like, you just, everybody's making $20 million a year, and you just, you know, go into this fantasy world, and you're, you know, you don't deal with these issues anymore.
0: I think, honestly, I think the, I don't think, well, now, granted, I mean, I guess you could weigh... White people saying like, yeah, the uh, the oppression is a big enough problem. They saw it as disrespect to the military. They, like if you're talking about uh-huh. just the basic white person in the middle of America that loves the NFL, all they were looking forward to was Sundays. That was their escape from everything. They were told. That this was a disrespectful thing to the military. And once that happened, there was no there was no coming back. Now, granted, I do believe that they should have seen that there is a real fucking problem. And I think, by the way, cameras uh, that started coming out police cameras and shit like that that started happening, I think started opening more people's eyes. But once people mm-hmm. thought that this was disrespect to the military, I think it lost them immediately. And that's why I think the NFL yeah. paying Colin Kaepernick just to make this whole thing disappear was their end game from day one. It was like how much money can we <laughs> pay this guy to make this shit end? I honestly think that happened.
6: And I think that's why Oh for sure. I for think sure. I was a part of that meeting last year with the owners. So and that was pretty much the the sense that I had coming into that meeting, like, all right, what, like, what the fuck, we gotta tell you guys or say we're gonna give you guys for you to get up off the. <laughs> you know, we can talk about. The, we can talk. We can talk about the issues that you know, whatever point. was you know, you have a seat at the table with you know, eleven, twelve, are the most powerful owners in the league. Like, obviously, you know, they have you there for a reason. They're trying to come to some agreement, like right then and there. And once that didn't happen. Then it, it, it was kind of okay. Now it's kind of then he brought the, the, the lawsuit and agreed, so it, it was it was crazy. But I think they dropped the ball from the beginning. But hopefully, man, hopefully it goes. You know, it it, 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 it gets better.
0: I think, I think some of the settlement, by the way, is going to go to more money to different groups and shit like that. I think that's a part of the settlement. I, I would assume that oh, for sure. Colin Kaepernick so. is not signing that settlement unless there is an allotted amount of cash going back to the community so that the situations where Larry Johnson sends a tweet saying he settled, he has a rebuttal to that. I would assume that his lawyers would do mm-hmm. something. I assume that's a part of the settlement. I don't think we'll ever hear about it, by the way, because they all signed NDAs, can't mm-hmm. talk about it. Colin Kaepernick turned down $20 million to the AAFL. I assume that's because he knew that there was a large settlement coming within mm-hmm. the next week or so. Because those negotiations for settlements—that's a couple weeks in the making. Negotiating—I don't think that is yeah, something that least. just came at least, out of yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, do you have? At least. Do you watch the AAFL and have any thoughts about potentially playing quarterback there, like I do?
6: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I actually got offered uh, a job to coach there, um, oh. kind of what months ago. Uh, Hammer, you remember Hammer, my DB coach. He was he was yeah. supposed to be coaching one of the team, and he called me. Hey, you know, got this new league starting. You know, Coach Moore. But I'm like, ah, nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, actually watching it, 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 I mean, I think I think it, it, it has some it has some growth potential. It has some guys, you know, it's a lot of our former teammates in there. You know, just fighting for another opportunity. You know, guys are hungry. It's a development league, and they, they 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 were smart by putting it on TV right after the Super Bowl because everybody's so thirsty for you know somebody to get hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, so that was smart And then having a big hit To start it off oh. With huge form So uh, hopefully, hopefully They continue to, up to gain some traction
0: Personally I think they should have Waited a week Skipped a week, had an off week, built up the thirst even more. Then, if you have that first Whoa. weekend, if you have that big, big hit on the first weekend, then you're sitting in the money instead of looking for $250 million after week two. <laughs> See, man,
6: every, everybody, everybody doesn't fucking think like you, man. That's why you're in fucking WWE. That's <laughs> you're about, you know, you're a fucking genius. Everybody doesn't have uh,
0: one. Let's talk about being a genius. The D Up Podcast. You're incredible on a microphone. I've always thought you were a very uh, intelligent, smart, hilarious and probably the most fluid athlete i've ever seen in my entire life are you enjoying the podcast or how is it going why would you get into it
6: you know i am I'm, I'm i'm enjoying it um you know just kind of you know how it is when you're in the nfl or you're in, you know whatever team like you kind of you can only say certain things don't want to ruffle feathers so now i actually been in a position where you can say what you're really thinking and um you know not worry about those type of things i'm um, you know was looking forward to that and getting and just talking to, about a bunch of things that You know, I never really talked about being transparent in some things. And, you know, it's really still trying to find my niche with it, Um, it's still brand new. But um, you know, I'm having fun with it, and that's uh, the most important thing for me.
0: Consistent. I told you. I think I told you this. Consistency is just the biggest thing on podcast. You just got to show up. And that's a, that's the biggest thing, and then you'll find your niche. We got a guy in this room named Zito. He ain't never found his niche, but he shows up every <laughs> fucking <laughs>
5: uh,
0: one of these days. Don't I'll fight it though. Say with
6: his blinders on. <laughs> yeah, he should keep his blinders on. Uh,
0: have you officially retired from the football, or if an NFL team was? Uh, like I- –
6: no, nah, it's it's done. I, I mean, I've I've been trying. I haven't filed the paperwork, but yeah, I'm done. After probably week uh, six or seven, um, you know, I kind of told my agent. You know, obviously, unless some some sweet came across the table, but, um, you know, it was a wrap for me. Um, but I'm enjoying the other side. You know, spending a lot more time with my kids, uh, being able to go to a lot more things that I wasn't able to go to in the past, and. um my fucking body feels great, too. <laughs> hey, congrat-
0: <laughs> congratulations are in store here, man. Congrats on an incredible career. I mean, that is... You, you, man. You did a hell of a... You were a... I, I might have told this story the last time you are on the show. We would have these team meetings. Okay? They'd be on Wednesday where every, they would Chuck would break down how we were going to beat every team from all three phases. Okay. So special teams would literally be like Pat, just, we need no returns from this guy. Vinny, you need to make all your kicks. We need big returns. Blah, blah, blah. Every week. Same fucking thing. It was special teams one, most boring one of all time. But the offense and defensive ones, I felt like, all right, here we go. I'm learning, I'm learning the football here a little bit. There was only one motherfucker that answered every question, and it was Darius Butler. You were the most studied guy on the defense, maybe even on our entire team, aside from Luck, who has photographic memory. What was your yeah. you you put a lot of study, a lot of everything into the game of football, and I don't know if that ever gets talked about enough with with Darius Butler. I'm being serious when I say that.
6: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that, that was that was a, that was actually a fun part. A lot of people don't like don't like that part of it, but um, that was a fun part of it. Is um, you know, trying to f- figure out the answers beforehand and go into the game more prepared. That's how you you know really make plays on the offensive and um, defensive side of the ball. You know, the more you study. And I learned that early from coaches. You know, I had some great coaches in the past. Um, you know, a lot of great coaches that taught me how to watch film, how to study, how to study upon it. So um, I kind of carried that throughout my um, entire career. And uh, so that I was, I was, I was fortunate. That played a big role in, um, in a lot of the plays that I made. And, um, you know, the players that last a long time, is usually because of that. It's usually because of how they watch film, how they study, how they take care of their body, and um, things like that. Okay, listen. It's, fun, though. it's a fun part of the game for me.
0: They're third and seven. On their left forty, they're in this show. (laughs) And Darius would be like, "Ah, it's going to the, uh, it's going to the running back in the flat." Uh, That's correct. Yes. (laughs) And then they'd be like, uh, "Vontae, what do you got here?" I don't know, dog. I just
6: got that guy. (laughs)
0: He just walked the fuck out at halftime. He I, I said- walked
6: the fuck out. <laughs> hey, honestly, though, honestly, honestly, Pat, if someone told, asked you five years ago, you had one teammate. You're going to have one teammate in the future that's going to walk the fuck out of half
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably say me. So I for the the who,
6: who, would you, who would you pick? I would have picked you. I would have picked you.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. I have no idea. Dude. I, sent, I sent you a message, what? I think the next day I was like, yo, the fuck just the happened with Vaughn? Day. It's the same day.
6: <laughs> <laughs> same day. I got like 10 calls. Like, yo, is, is he all right? I, talked, I called him. I talked to him. He's like, man, you know what, man? Timing is everything, man. <laughs> like, bro, I I'm like, bro, I don't know if that was the right time. Man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, man, you know you got to live your life. bro. He's living, man. He's
0: living. He, <laughs> he is, he is d- living. He is uh, on social media, one of the most hilarious followers right now. He said, black folks on the slopes last week. He was snowing <laughs> and he's skiing. That was his catch. He was a beast,
5: too. He, he was hitting blues. He was hitting blues, too. That is into it, man, on the, on the slopes.
0: Uh, that was his actual <laughs> catch
5: life,
0: man. (laughs) He's a hilarious individual. Hilarious retirement. I can't thank you enough for joining us, man. I'm going to check out the D-Up podcast. Hey, by the way, at the beginning you might suck. I mean, that's literally how it is and everything. We were terrible at the beginning. Oh, yeah, for sure. You just got to keep with it, man. You're so smart and uh, so funny. You're going to figure it out and you're going to be an incredible person on the microphone. Can't wait to watch you grow, brother.
6: Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you for having me, bro.
0: Hey, no problem. Uh, You know my People ask me my favorite play in my entire career uh, against Tennessee Titans at home. I coffin-cornered one out at the one. I think the next play you had a pick six. We won because of it. You were always involved in my favorite play of all time, so I thank hey. you for that.
6: Oh, yeah. My guy.
4: <laughs> you were. Always. You became a
0: pick six specialist there. It, it, Darius Butler. Beca- you know why, though? Because that slot, whenever you know the play that's coming, that is a pick six play every single fucking time. It,
6: it, man, look, man. Corner, period. If you know, if you got a good idea what's coming and you can jump some shit. Because, I mean, you had a disadvantage on defense. You got to react to the motherfuckers who already know you are going. Probably bigger and faster than so, um, <laughs> The more you know before that snap, shit, the better chance you got. Uh,
0: I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, incredible career. He's going to be a monster on a microphone, Darius Butler. Thank you so much, man. Yay! <laughs>
6: appreciate you, bro.
0: See ya. Great work, D-butt. All
6: right, man. Thank you, man.
0: Hey, you were incredible in there. Honestly, you're really, 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 really good. I'm excited to see what you do. You're a talented dude.
6: My God, hey, you know, I'm going to lean on you, man, so keep yeah. giving me that advice.
0: Yeah, do what you got to do. Literally, you'll find it. It's just like uh, at the beginning. We sucked at the beginning. I couldn't even tell you. We were terrible. You just got to keep at it, and you'll find your flow. And hopefully, uh, I, I've never met her, but I, hopefully Danielle gives you some softballs, too, where you can tee off, and you do the same for her. That makes you look good, too.
6: Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing, too, just finding out what what it is I really want to fucking talk about You know, every week or every how often, because uh, some of the things I'm like, oh, I don't even want to talk about this shit. Don't have talking to. Talking about fucking relationships and culture and, uh, you know. <laughs> so I might, I, might just, I might just get one where I stick it to sports and talk to different athletes. And... You watch Gilbert Arenas or? Uh, Arenas yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I see some of his. I see some of his. Also, Kevin Garnett's got a pretty good little fucking thing going. All right, last thing before I let you go. Uh, A.B., Antonio Brown, is the talk of not only the NFL, NBA, pop culture, everything for what's going on right now.
6: <laughs> Do you think he's sitting in a good position? Oh, you know what? And and, I, and it's tough. I mean, he, he's a great player. Uh, great, great player, all time, great player. But um, uh, you know how the football, the old guys are in football. You, True. Start, you know that, that distraction. When you have that distraction tag on you, um, you know that can be, that can be a bad thing. So he just got to keep producing at a high level. But uh, I mean, Pitt kind of still has about You know, has about the balls right now. So he can be demanding the trade. But if they don't, if they don't feel like they can find what they want for him. You know, he'll he'll be there, and that'll be a lot of friction there. So I don't know.
0: I think Rooney, that, Rooney and A. B. met, and I guess yeah. Rooney said that he's open to trade discussions mm-hmm. to kind of let it go. But he's calling himself uh-huh. Mr. he wants to call himself Mister Big Chest now. Can we rate that on a on a nickname fucking scale? <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst it's, I've ever heard. Uh,
3: from one
4: to ten, it's Brick Tamlin. He saw
3: Mister Big Chest. Yeah, that's what he calls himself. That's it's better than Ronald. All right used to ask everyone to call I don't Ronald. know, man. I Ronald like Ronald, better. I think. Ronald
4: was much better. Ronald too. He, literally, he was probably benching. He was like, you know, call me Mr. Big Chest.
0: <laughs> he's going to come out and do fucking, he's going to have a leg day. <laughs> Yo, all right, call me Mr. Quad.
6: Mr. Big Quad. Yo, he is fucking hilarious. That hair, the mustache. I, 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 don't, I don't know what's up with right
0: there, man. All right, Darius, I appreciate you so much. I thank you so much. Ladies right, and gentlemen, bro, no incredible football career, incredible podcast career that's about to kick off Darius Butler. Hey, you see you see what right, just bro. you see what just happened there, Darius. We just literally you just watched us <laughs> you watched me fuck up and not ask you a question and then make it happen. That's the beauty of podcasting.
6: That, that's how I pose right there. <laughs> I just learned something right there.
0: All right, I'll see you, brother.
6: I can't edit that shit in. <laughs> <laughs> Later,
0: <man. laughs> Seems uh, I enjoyed hearing that. How about him sitting? inside like the owners meeting when they were originally trying to talk about the whole thing and be like yeah how do we solve this as efficiently and best as possible yeah pretty pretty crazy crazy.
3: that's pretty wild that's like a scenario where i would look around and have one of those moments where oh holy shit i'm i'm in here trying to decide the the fate of my player's brethren here in the owners like i'm the one brokering that's insane
0: that is a crazy scene to think about i love darius by the way he's a cool dude yeah he's the man Cool guy, great dad too. Next, I never would have guessed. Like I know when I said that to him in the interview, it was real. Like he showed up at two picks day one. It was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> welcome to the team. He was a hilarious dude in the locker room. Hilarious dude. And then all of a sudden in the offseason, he's like training, and then he's he's got you know, like a hundred kids just hanging out with him all the time. He's awesome. He was dad of the year type shit. He's a cool guy. Yeah, you uh,
2: could tell he really liked to uh, spend time with his kids too, with retirement and everything.
0: Yeah, true. And they asked me if I wanted to come coach. He basically said, I ain't fucking doing I <laughs> <laughs> got some it, kids, man. It, it is right, though, about Antonio Brown. Like, that distraction label is a big deal. Tim Tebow got
2: it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yep.
0: You know what I mean? Like, that distraction label is a real thing. And although I think we're becoming a distraction league, though. Like, I think it was different times a couple years ago than it is now. Like, you got people, somebody at the Giants just tweeted that, Nothing that's in my locker do I need. I think it was Landon Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: he's, he's done. done. Yeah, he cleaned it out. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, OBJ, Landon Collins, Antonio Brown, like, this, Lev Bell. Now, granted, that's – I think this is going to become a pretty regular thing. players are about to start really um, –
3: Diva. diva uh, up. You're seeing it I in every know. sport. I mean, players are getting a lot more power, yeah. and they're taking a lot more responsibility yeah. upon themselves.
2: And the media the media loves to jump on this stuff. They love talking about the drama. Love it. it reality, negativity hogs publicity, man. They That's love it.
0: it. And I think you're going to start seeing players that are very talented start using leverage again. And it's not the first time. The quarterbacks club back in the day was something that was insane, that Elway, Marino, Kelly, those guys. They were yeah. mm-hmm. negotiating their own deals with the NFL, the quarterback club. I mean, this is something that isn't new, but it's definitely starting to become much more prevalent. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see how everybody <laughs> deals with it. Yeah. <laughs> Agents, players, NFL. I'm excited to see how those three deal with it. I have no idea how it's going to work. I know nobody that's good at football that is going to head to the AAFL. <laughs> 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 I'm joking. A lot of my old teammates did look good out there, but the football in general is bad. Oh yeah. But it's
2: football,
3: man. Yeah, I saw someone sum it up, and it was one of the things that I like to use to describe it. I mean, it really is just a showcase for a potential job in the NFL. It's a developmental league. It's like, it's like it looks like a college all-star game at some points, almost like mm-hmm. the Senior Bowl, almost. So it's it's really you can't have that high of expectations. You just want to see these guys go out there and get another shot.
1: Yeah. Now you, what
0: you want to see is you want to see big plays, big shots. Oh, that's what, you want oh, that's what I want to see, yeah.
3: but that's not what you're going to. You got to have, you got to level set. You got to expect less.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You, what you're seeing is opportunity at its finest for people. That probably would either be in the Arena League, which nobody watches. Right. Mm-hmm. Or in Canada, which only has a limited amount of spots. When I did my math the other day, I said 32 teams of four quarterbacks each. I said 128. What I didn't add in was the Canadian Football League, and there are oh. two to three quarterbacks on each roster too. So the True. quarterbacks that are in the AAFL are below. I meant to and- say
1: something about oh. that. Oh. oh, you were going <laughs> <find it. laughs> to I will say, though, are you guys going to go to Apollo game while you're down there in Orlando? Who? the The, the Apollos. That's where they play.
2: Who are the Apollos?
1: They play in Orlando. They're the, the uh, football team. double AF franchise down there. Yeah.
2: Oh, I did not know that. I had no idea that that was their name. That's on.
1: Oh yeah, the Apollos, like space, because it happened. No, but there's
2: an indoor snowboarding. The Sun God. Indoor wait wait indoor snowboarding.
0: Yeah, probably gonna do it tomorrow because our flight's a little bit later and we got nothing to do all afternoon.
2: Nice. Yeah. Yes. It'll be hard
0: not to go hit the slopes.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> impossible. Yeah, I mean, I'll see you on the slopes tomorrow. Don't let Foxy hurt himself. Oh, no, I'm
1: good. I'm a good snowboarder.
2: Oh, yeah, okay.
0: You're up on a country club. He probably
2: is. Yeah, yes. I bet he's a good tuber. I don't know about snowboarder. Both.
0: Hey, I am a tuber now because I'm a dense motherfucker. Yeah. So I, that thing gets going with me on there. You know, oh, yeah. like all those videos of people just getting wiped out at the bottom. <laughs> That is every time I'm on an air tube, that's I get going out of control like that. Like that back wall <laughs> is me coming to that back wall because I'm, I'm thick, I'm heavy, and the ass kind of weighs me down. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's going. It's a, it's a, it's what's that inertia? Yeah, uh,
3: yeah. Well, it's, yep. yeah. Velocity equals mass times, times acceleration.
2: acceleration. Yep. Yep. Divide v- by three, yeah. M times A. And I'll tell you
0: what, <laughs> down seven springs. Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Ski Resort.
3: Dyer, oh, foggy goggles laying for you, <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> Next to Turtle Creek.
0: That No, nowhere near it. Up <laughs> in <of> the mountains. <laughs> they had a tubing thing. That back wall did not deserve whatever the McAfee family came <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> did not. Tim McAfee, that motherfucker was almost riding up the top of the fence in the back. <laughs> it was a real collision. It was like bumper cars with that goddamn thing. You got like families like get out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, the family's coming down. It's like being it's being it's like uh, being told you're too old to trick or treat. It's like all right, man, get another mountain. All right, get out of here. <laughs> Go find your own slope somewhere else. I'm.
0: I've only went skiing once. I talked to the lady that uh, called Indiana Disgusting about this, actually. I've only been skiing once. She's
2: a good-time skier. Love okay. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Can your ankles handle it?
2: I think knees uh, would be worse.
1: I thought, like, when, when you, like, go ice skating and stuff, like, the inside of your ankles always hurt.
0: Outside of my shin. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but those boots in skiing and snowboarding would cause that muscle that I have there oh, yeah. to lock up immediately. Oh, as for soon sure. As I put that thing
1: You got tape up.
0: No, I think I got to do that roller thing.
1: Oh, that, that. yeah. Roll it out.
0: Yeah, I saw a lot of my teammates used to do it. Never tried it. I'm sure it's something very important.
1: And the famous words, ludicrous.
0: But I, yeah, exactly, roll out. He did say that. <laughs> Let's yeah. get like Luda and roll out. The, Moro um, Ronaldo made a McAfee virus joke. Oh, oh
1: really? Come on. I missed it. Low fringing. I frangin- don't missed- oh, remember.
0: Yeah, but I missed. I didn't even hear it. I, who knows what I was doing? I, I guess he said it and I just gave him crickets. And I, I made fun of pretty heavily backstage for just leaving him hanging.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he deserved it after saying something like that. Come on, be a professional.
0: He put a sentence together with five SAT words in it and it was a seven word sentence. And I did not understand a single word. The <laughs> <laughs> it felt like I was talking to Andrew Luck again. Oh, what yeah. <laughs> it felt like. I've only been skiing one time though and it was with uh, my roommate Reed Williams in college. He's from Moorfield, West Virginia, which is out in the middle of nowhere uh, in West Virginia. Great town by the way. Been there, love the people, but they would even tell you middle of nowhere. You drive through mountains and a town pops up and it's filled with hilarious individuals and it's Moorfield, West Virginia and he owns a mountain in Moorfield, West Virginia. So he wanted us to go skiing at a place called Snowshoe, which was like I have 45 minutes away from Morgantown, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Every, all the cool kids went here. This is where all the cool kids went in the winter. I'm, I'm not, not a cool snow thing. person. I'd rather be in the living room with a gas mask, but <laughs> if <we're gonna> go, <laughs> that's what everybody's going to do on it. So we go. We rent skis from WVU. They give us skis. They have like this little deal for people to go. You get this do the little thing. We go up the goddamn lift. He has no idea where he's going. We got a flask. He's got a flask in his jacket. There's a couple other teammates of ours as well. Nate Sowers is their other teammate and uh, another teammate. Reed's kind of leading the way because he's been here before with other cool people. So Reed
2: knows. Yeah, that. he's like the tour guide now for the for the newbies.
0: By the way, Reed is a man that you would follow. Like if Reed's doing
2: something, you're like, yeah, I'm going to follow this. Yeah, job. trusted.
0: Like, yes. Academic All-American in college. Oh, he's the whole thing. Like very smart guy, cool guy. If he's saying let's do something, I'm gonna do it anyways. But on the slopes where I've never been, <laughs> definitely gonna do it. We turn right down a trail. It was it was a black diamond.
2: Oh boy! Oh boy! Read.
0: It, it was a black diamond, and we get there, and you go down this trail. It's downhill the trail to get to it because the lift takes you all the way to the top of fucking the the peak of the goddamn thing. You go down this trail, and it pops open, and you're just waiting And, like there's just like an open area, and there's nobody else there. Obviously, there's many other places to go and we sit there and it's just, it's called the face. It was actually called <laughs> the face and it was just straight fucking down. It was just the
2: face of the fucking that. mountain. It's a free fall. <laughs> called
0: the face. So we all stop and we obviously, I mean, we talk shit amongst each other and also, you know, tour guide.
2: Yeah. You're, you're not going to go, you fucking pussy. No, that wasn't even, it
0: was, How did we end up here? (laughs) It wasn't like uh, like you're soft for not doing it. It was like, uh, we're in a bad spot. So Reed, it was one of the most epic things I've seen. It was like a movie. It was literally like a movie. Takes the flask out of his jacket, takes like a swing of it, shuts it, throws it to my other teammate, does the jump. (laughs) Break down, gets about maybe a quarter to a third of the way down the face. We're talking man down,
2: okay? Yard sale.
0: His skis, by the way, sticking into the fucking thing. Oh, uh, yeah. You gotta climb back fucking up to get it. So he goes down. He finally gets like his bearings. He's sitting at like halfway down the face. He looks tiny to us. He's only halfway down there. He looks fucking tiny. And he basically just sits there and like looks up. So the person who had the flask, it was like a movie again, takes a swing throws it to somebody and fucking straight down. (laughs) Same thing. I think they got it even shorter, like boom, boom, boom down. So they're like three quarters down on the left. Reed's like halfway down on the right. I end up being the last person. And it's like a lane of my friends scattered. (laughs) And I was at the top of the fucking mountain. They were all like looking up at me. At this point, it's the shit talking
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, you motherfucker. Go, punk bitch. Nice exactly. Go, keg shirt, asshole. Exactly. We had we had
0: we had one of our guys. It was like three quarters of the way down there. He looked like a fucking the, the downsizing move.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> he Great. looked so small from where I was, and I, I did this. I, I did the the finish the thing. Yep, that's yeah, so right. My jacket, did the same jump that they did, but I ain't got a chance to watch four pieces of film.
5: Oh, mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? What I oh, learned man. was when they tried to do, like, the real skiing shit... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when they went down. So, in my head, we're going straight the fuck down this thing. Locked and loaded. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I literally... Did the jump thing and did like what I've seen in the Olympics. Like I just tried to tuck as hard as I could. I got a good base with these legs. And I just fucking tucked straight down the fucking hill. And what I'm talking about whizzing by my head. Whizz, like, like.
1: Just flying. breaking the sound barrier. Flying. <laughs>
0: Dude. I get down to the bottom where there's like the there's like a lobby down there. I mean, all the way down the bottom. Straight through, just like the fucking two. Have, yep. mo- Have
3: you moved at all? Have you broken form at all yet?
0: No, locked in, <laughs> locked in <laughs> the entire way, all the way down, all the way down. And I get to the bottom, like all the way through. People like had to stop and they had to like throw their shit because I was flying. Yeah, right <laughs> past
2: the slow signs and everything. Yeah, <laughs> that, that
0: flying through like, excuse me, excuse me. You know, like that type of thing. I get all the way to the end. None of my friends are there with me. I don't know any of these yuppie ski people. So I literally, I don't know how to undo my skis. I sit down on like a bench. (laughs) And I just see my friends fucking hiking up the mountain, trying to get all their shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then they end up walking all the way down. And then that was, we left after that. Everybody's like, fuck this. (laughs) That was my only time skiing. And it's, it's a wild scene. you're, You're one for one. I think so. That's a win, I think, right? I think you'd consider that one for one. I think you would. But that could end up really bad. I was going real fast there. I mean, that thing just does one little thing, probably college career. Oh, if I had to guess, Zion.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, then again, though, you look at that. You dedicate 10,000 hours to skiing. You're probably Bodie Miller right now if you to do that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, we'll find out tomorrow if those 10,000 hours start. Yep. <laughs> yep. Here in Orlando. <laughs> um, all right. That's about it. You're, I'm done with this. You guys, yeah?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? <laughs> yeah.
0: Sending you into, uh, what is Thursday tomorrow? Sending you into Friday's Parlor Radio 2.0. Uh, with Friday Bangers and to the weekend and to the end of the St. Paddy's 2019 sale Mm -hmm. is an interview with a man who is hilarious Mm -hmm. and I've learned that offensive linemen tend to be pretty hysterical human beings. The best. In the
1: Trenches I told you With Z
0: (laughs) In the Trenches With Z was a a blog series that died quickly (laughs) Two blogs, two
1: great blogs (laughs) Had a
0: uh, little bit of a run, though. Had a little bit of a run. <laughs> oh, uh, you hired Gumpy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, let's go. Hashtag endgame. Hashtag endgame. Send a tweet to Gumpy telling him, uh, like, hello. Huh. He's a good guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. we're going international.
2: Mm hmm. We got a
0: Cuban from Chicago. Oh, yeah. And a Canadian from Canada.
3: We hired the only guy in Canada who doesn't like hockey. It's great. <laughs> <laughs>
5: And that's hockey talk again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Here's Nick Mangold. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, had an 11-year career in the NFL. Every human I've talked to about this man has described him as one word and one word alone, and that's a legend. He retired last spring. He has an incredible beard, incredible personality. Very lucky and thankful he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Mangold. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, incredible beard. That thing has become a staple of the Nick Mangled, and I don't know how you do it, but I respect the hell out of well,
4: it. Well, I appreciate that. You know, I think the biggest thing for me is and when that time came, it's like beard time, right? Yeah. You yep. just stop caring what you look like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's know. how it works. Like, that's how you get it going and get the flow, and you, you get to a point where you can then, you know, every once in a while have to get trimmed up a little bit.
0: A lot of offensive linemen that I know, the NFL season consists of this same pair of sweats every day, the same hoodie every single day, take them off, flush and repeat at night when you sleep, go in for like six months straight. Mm -hmm. Were you that type of guy or were you a, uh, did you come flexing? No, no, no,
4: I was definitely that type of guy. You remember the uh, old Reebok gray sweatshirts? Yep. yeah. Um, Those, I had I was with Reebok at the time when they were get going to get rid of me. I had some money left over, <laughs> bought out like all the sweatshirts. <laughs> I have boxes and Genius. boxes of those sweatshirts, <laughs> and they're amazing because they're the best sweatshirt ever. So that a t-shirt, mesh shorts, flip flops. I'm in the building.
0: What do people not know about? being in the NFL that you think like you've learned from your last year being retired, people chatting with you, I'm assuming. you. Yesterday I saw you at Radio Row, you were bouncing around like 35 different places. Everywhere you were, people looked engaged and were laughing, you're an electric human being. What do you think you've been telling people like about your experience in the NFL that they might not expect?
4: Um, you know, I think the biggest experience that a lot of us have that gets ripped from us is the hot and cold tub. People are Amen. blown away by the fact that you have a hot and a cold tub right next to each other, and then you could just go in the shower, mm-hmm. into the locker room, like yeah. it's right there. And yes. they just, it, it, it blows your mind, because everyone's always like, well, why would you want to be in cold? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's delightful. Hey, Chip <laughs> Kelly came
0: out swinging against that. They brought that new science oh, yeah, in. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. The cold tub does, I don't know if it's Chip Kelly, it was his little nutritionist guy, mm-hmm. his sports science guy. Compression, I guess, is the actual move, because the cold is supposed to flush your blood, right? It's supposed mm-hmm. to flush it out. Mm-hmm. And every I'm a cold tub myself i go in there 11 12 minutes nothing above the waist though nipples can't touch i get too chilly
4: no you never but, got what about belly button
0: belly button sometimes had to with depending on the height of the cold water right
4: because you get the big, big guys, guys that come in yeah and it goes up yeah exactly you guys yeah <laughs> you plan for you know just getting the waist in and the next thing you know you're sitting there one the of use comes in yeah, one of, one of these guys. <laughs> Come rolling in and have a grand old time. In Speaking of big guys, I appreciate what you've done. Have you lost weight? Because I don't like the linemen that get out of the league, and then they immediately lose 100 pounds. Yeah, they look like no. math heads, It's, the dude. it's crazy. Um, I can't do that because I Good. can't run. Um, <laughs> 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 it's just not a thing. So uh, It's not in the cards. Not in the cards anymore. I did it. I'm done. Uh, I was coaching the second grade flag football team, right? Awesome. And, okay. Uh, we're going out. And first practice, you know, we're, I'm there. It's like five other dads. And uh, we're getting ready. You always run the kids on a lap before they stretch. Like that's just Warm classic, them up. Yeah. That's <laughs> classic football. Um, and so we're like, all right, let's get them going for a lap. And everyone kind of looks at me like I'm going to be leading the lap. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm not.
5: <laughs>
4: One of you guys got to do
0: it. Hey, somebody run these damn kids, huh? Yeah, somebody right. run these Just damn run, kids. We know?
2: were talking to uh, Taylor LeWan last week, mm-hmm. little Michigan lineman. You're an Ohio State man yourself. Mm-hmm. Any uh, OSU Michigan stories you got for us? A uh, little bar fight Are you baby? all in on that?
4: Uh, yeah, all in completely. So no bar fights uh, yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, so I'm getting recruited out of college, all right? right. And, Here we uh, go. And so we're we're sitting there, and you're getting letters, and you get all these little flyers, and like, hey, you know, the University of Nebraska is the best place ever, and like, hey, fill out your information, give us, you know, that way we have yeah. a file for you. So we're doing all this, we're going through. I end up getting offered from Notre Dame and Ohio State. Those was my two offers. Uh, went with Ohio State, and rest is history. But I signed my That's letter a great of great history, yeah. Right, <laughs> mm-hmm. signed my letter of intent. I'm sit- sitting there bullshitting in my coach's office, and we're sitting there talking. I was like, you know, coach, I. I I got letters and little things from every school. Like we're talking, you know, West Coast, uh, even University of Hawaii. Like all these schools, I'm at least getting a piece of paper that says, "Hey, you know, hey, we're we interested. know you." <laughs> yeah. And I said, you know, but I never received anything from Michigan. Like it just, it, I, I don't get it. He goes, oh, no, you got a lot of stuff from them. I just threw it all away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the whole
5: fucking
4: day. The, the,
0: the, the guy that's responsible for basically in his football life to get him a college yep. scholarship. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you definitely get Michigan stuff. That is a <laughs> magical
5: moment. It
4: was it was amazing. I was like, well, it's true. I would not go there. But, you know, at least I would have like had known. Yeah. yeah. Ah, <laughs> but it makes for a better story. Yeah, you got to <laughs> build the hate pretty young, too, clearly. It starts, I think it's in the water. Are I you yeah? Are really you excited.
0: still all in on it? You like you hate Michigan?
4: Yeah, oh, I hate Michigan. I found that there's some relatively decent Michigan men that I can at least handle. Tom Brady. Um, I don't know about Tom. <laughs> 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 um, I haven't decided that yet. Uh, Dave Harris is one of mm-hmm. them. Okay. Long-time linebacker for the mm-hmm. New York Jets. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 That's
6: well, Wait. About it. Oh wait. <laughs> well, I was gonna <laughs> say we'll wait, man. If you need some Did time. Did you play
4: with Braylon? Braylon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Braylon a was Michigan a character. Guy. He is a Michigan guy. He's a character, though. What was, you
0: know. We had Rex Ryan here earlier. I'm not sure if we've aired this yet with Rex or not. What was the Rex Ryan era in New York like? Uh,
4: well, I think the era has two eras, okay. Fat Rex and Skinny Rex. <laughs> okay, let's talk about yep. it. All right, so Fat Rex uh, was hilarious, was funny, was <laughs> boisterous. you know, all over the map. And we go to two back-to-back AFC championships. Yep. He then decides to lose weight maybe put a jinx on us <laughs> and we haven't been back to the playoffs <laughs> oh boy so Does, I think have you ever I think it's the Rex Ryan jinx
0: have you ever explained this to him like hey do you know that your little health thing really screwed everything up for I, us
4: I told him I was like I want fat Rex back like, uh, that would be great. <laughs> yeah.
0: we have some friends by the way much better when they're fat than yeah, when they're yeah. skinny oh, I, yeah. it's a natural thing happiness equates to confidence which equates to winning right. yeah I agree I
4: like that. that's good write that down that should be on t-shirt <laughs>
0: We are oh, in the merch business. This Back will here. probably be a shirt within the before the next 10 minutes. After. Perfect,
4: love it. <laughs> what do you do now? Uh, I got four little ones at home. Um, so I'm doing uh, dad and pretty hard. I'm the Manny. Um, <laughs> that's and, a shirt. Let
0: me write that. Down. Yeah. that's another shirt.
4: Um, and it's just it's a lot of fun being able to catch up with my kids on stuff that I missed, um, you know, while we were playing, and um, you know, just trying to figure out what else I can do with uh, food and all kinds of other tailgating of crap. Oh, you're a chef. Um, I'm a cook.
0: You just have to go uh, to school. Uh, yet. There's one so, more. Yeah, I,
4: didn't, I didn't go to school. Yeah, yeah. yeah favorite yeah. thing to make. Uh, so I'm a big into barbecue mm-hmm. Let's um, go Fun fact uh, Ron Heller Was an offensive line Assistant coach for us Played in the league For like 13 years Comes in He's a certified Barbecue judge in Montana Let's Ooh. go Oh, The things he taught me The way <laughs> His passion for the barbecue So for me What do you smoke? You, you know, smoke smoking em? yeah Big green egg uh, I, I got th- one, th- one amazing yeah, I have to no What size you go uh, it seems like it's this big Well, no, it's, it's supposed to be round <laughs> so They're all about the same height
0: <laughs> Well, I didn't know I didn't know if there was But it's a pretty I mean, it's I can hug, but it's a stretch
4: Okay, so you probably got the large rocking I think so, you know, yeah so. I've never
0: used it I have no idea Why? I wish I. I don't know what to do, man I can barely cook pancakes
4: Alright well then We need to teach you On the Big Green egg Cause that needs Do you to, have uh,
0: YouTube clips Or anything like that Do you film yourself uh, like Cooking wolf,
4: Like Wolfwork used to do uh, No You know Vince in that Overall without a t-shirt <laughs> Yes, yeah. 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 that's, that's a piece of man <laughs> game. Hey we gotta get you Doing that yeah, Hey were you that
0: guy On your team No Were you a quiet guy In the locker room Funny um, guy Big guy Open guy funny,
4: The funny guy Talk guy. You know, talk guy. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, let's tell stories.
0: Well, we need that and guy.
4: Yeah, you have to have that guy. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to be able to, because you collect, and then as you get older, so you have like the, I went, walked uphill both ways this morning. Yeah, yeah. Ate mud and loved yeah, it. Yeah. of course. Yeah. And, also, and then you're telling these kids that are coming out, they're really like 20, 21, they're like, I don't believe that happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you mean your playbook wasn't on an iPad? I was like, well, when I was playing, there wasn't an iPad. It wasn't even invented yet. Yeah, we had to <laughs> write it. Yeah, we had to write things down. They had to make copies of things.
0: Uh, three days, too, back in the day. Two
4: days. Uh, I never got to three days. Two days. I had two days. Do you um, think
0: the current football is soft, the way it's set up? Do you think the NFL is going to struggle long-term by the way it's set up?
4: I think they're having a hard time with having guys ready to go. I think because so, too. Because you look at guys, when they can practice, they play better. But it's it's like when you look at an injured guy, you know, who's taken one rep at a time, it takes them a quarter to get back into yeah. game mode so yep. if you're missing those practices it, it's gonna hurt mm-hmm. you it's yep. gonna hurt mm-hmm. the game long term especially with all the rubles they're putting in and everything. speaking of uh tough you know you know coming up into a game that you have to face brockers sue and aaron donald are you excited or are you just not looking forward to that at all? I'm excited because I know it's going to be a battle. Like, oh, yeah. You know it's going to be... Because yeah. they have
0: to face him, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, uh, they, in their mind, they're like, we got Nick Mango too, the other. Ain't yeah.
4: that right? I Ain't mean, that right. Yeah, with that goddamn <laughs> beer and some barbecue <laughs> down there. Give him down a little bourbon, he'll, be, he'll let you go right on by. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was always exciting because if you want to be the best, you yeah, have yeah. to go against the best, and Who, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, who's the
0: hardest that you've Big ever... Big Big Vince. Been? Vince Wilford? Oh
4: yeah, definitely.
0: He started right. swimming there late too. He all of a sudden got faster. That was like his new workout plan was he was swimming and he got faster. So
4: yeah, I, somehow he got faster. His explosion off the ball is amazing for being as he's three something, you know, and just being able to shoot. But off. Possibly the ball. four there for he's a little fast. bit too. For a little bit. Yeah. There was, there was, <laughs> there was some big, <laughs> most overalls. big yeah. <laughs> but he was, uh, but he was also strong. So mm-hmm. it was tough. You know?
0: Speaking of strong, isn't your sister like, a, is it, am I wrong with this? You're, she's like an Olympic lifter, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I think I've seen videos of her on the internet lifting more than I could ever think about lifting. Is she still
4: doing She's, that? Uh, well, she competed in the London Olympics. And wow. That's she awesome. Did you go? Start? Yeah, I went out there. Um, it was a real quick hitter because it's in during training camp. Yep. So oh, I had yeah. to call uh, Mr. Johnson and ask for permission to get out of there. My yeah. sister's lifting yeah. a lot of Bullets. weights. over, yeah. and over. For, the, for the country. Across the pond. You yeah. know. Hey. hey, can I get your plane too? Yeah. Well, that would be nice. Yeah. Then they claim salary cap. Uh, everything. Fees, like, oh, everything. that gets covered on the salary cap, so we can't do that, Nick. I'm like,
0: How- what do you mean? You owners writing these rules just to cover your ass so you don't to
4: cover it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, let's take the helicopter. She's
0: still doing it, though?
4: She's still into it? Uh, yeah, she's coaching now, I think.
0: Were you like a, awesome. che- did it feel like you were a cheerleader? Like, it was it, is there anything comparable to watching your sister compete in the fucking Olympics? No, that-
4: I think other than competing could- in the Olympics, you know, I think that would be. Are you going to be a curler? No, <laughs> although I've heard good things. I think we could do. You think we can do it? It's like
0: cornhole, but on ice. I can do that. Do you guys have a cornhole in the locker room?
4: Uh, Not in the locker room, surprisingly. Because we actually have a great locker room for cornhole, so that's shocking to me. Uh, We didn't really have anything. It was kind of a sparse area. Jets fan forever? Jets fan forever. Have to be. My little guy is now eight, um, and he's full-on J-E-T-S, Jets Jets. So he's in it. in it. I teach him a lot
2: about losing.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He, they might get Lev Bell. Uh, yeah, so he's had a rough eight years of fandom. Um, but I keep telling him it's going to be this year. And uh, I'm going to hopefully raise him as an optimistic mm-hmm. Jets fan yeah, instead yeah. of yeah. pessimistic.
2: Pessimistically optimistic. Yeah. And he's yeah. got Sam Darnold for his whole entire life, probably, hopefully. correct?
4: You know, you look at a uh, kid that was born in um, Boston mm-hmm. 18 years ago. He's watching Tom Brady in the uh, Super Bowl, nine out of those 18 go. years. Yeah. What if that is my him. kid's? Sam Darnold plays nine out of his eighteen.
0: Yeah, obviously, I think Sam Darnold easily could be the next Tom Brady. Yeah, for Sure, sure, it's no easy. problem. No, yeah, no pressure. Especially whatsoever. with Adam
4: Gase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 going to happen. You might as well bet. Your kid is lucky to be in the position he's in right now. <laughs> yeah, this next
0: decade is going to be <laughs> awesome <laughs> when Sam's just like Tom Brady. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Nick, we appreciate you so Thanks. much. Thank you very much. I can't wait to learn it. how to cook. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, because of you, it's <laughs> going to be awesome.
4: No, Do you have yeah. a signature recipe? Uh, yeah, I got a brisket that's pretty solid. Pulled pork with my own barbecue sauce. Oh, cookbook as uh-huh. your next venture. Cookbook. Yeah, yeah why don't you make like a.
0: a an,
2: an uh, mm-hmm. Nick Mangold makes? Yeah, but it
0: could be like an audio, I guess that's not a book. Like
2: a pop up book? I don't know. Pop-up book? In my oh, head, I. Oh, pop up book. Right? Yeah. yeah, that'd
4: be pretty cool. <laughs> In my, yeah, <laughs> my head, I see. destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so much fun to open it up. Like, oh, this is great. By the next time you read it, like, it's all torn up. It's a crinkly. Yeah, I know. And then pages are like, you can't open them because they're all tangled into each other.
0: But they got you to buy the book.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were smart. Yeah, yeah, I had a 3D TV when it came out.
4: Did you? <laughs> Immediately oh. walked
0: right into Best Buy as high as I have ever been in my entire life. It was the one that was up on the platform that you're not supposed to buy. Yep. You know, like that's the one they're trying to get you to buy. And the guy caught me. He could see me, and he just gave me the little glasses. He was like, "Look at this!" And they played, uh, "Planet Earth" on there. Oh. And I felt like I was in the safari yeah. with the gazelle. I was like, "I'll take one." I have never used it at home, not a once. They got I ever "Planet it.
2: Earth" lined up for people. People oh, yeah. like you for me they walk in yeah. No, again, look at his eyes
0: get that uh, get that guy some glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go and get him that 3d thing' <laughs> I'm gonna hook him hey we appreciate you Nick right, thank you so you, man. much appreciate man it. um good luck to your kid's fanhood with thank the Jets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: well I, I got a lot of hope that's what I got to go with
0: yeah it's all we have here
4: it's all we have here you're the man awesome. <laughs> thank you Nick. thank you appreciate it